0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Wrestling Authority Radio. I am Steve Kane. Um, the wrestling world was shocked and saddened when we woke up this morning to the news of the passing of one of the greatest legends of
2: yeah.
1: our lifetime, if not many lifetimes, Bruno Sammartino. Well-
3: well, I loved him, too. I just need to say a little thing because they're going to make me scream. So, yeah, I don't get to say nothing for a little while. Sorry, folks. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I really, really love Bruno Sammartino myself. Utmost respect, you know, and he, from what I saw, especially um, they did an interview with him and Bob Backlund, and he called him Mr. Bob Backlund, and Bob Backlund said, no, 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 no. Why are you calling me Mr.? I should be calling you Sir. And he said, he says, "Well, that was just the way I was taught to deal with anybody who was a legend in the wrestling business, and you sir are a legend. It's the same as with me. I, can't, I can only say, "Mr. Bill after, and please don't force us to say just his other two names. I have to give them all three. Yeah, I' um, to yeah. the screen, you boys. I'll be right with you. I'm out of here. <laughs> All right. We'll yeah.
4: Talk to you shortly, Katie. So, uh yeah. we're gonna open yeah. things tonight with a clip from Bill After. He's given it exclusively to us and the rights to use it. So it'll be about sixteen minutes. If you were on the phone right now holding or I'm sorry, if you are on right now and holding the line, uh please be patient. We will get to you momentarily. Um so Steve, go ahead and queue up that uh yeah Bill after, cause when I, I called you and myself. when I
1: when I called Bill this morning, he was very distraught. obviously, he's known Bruno and been friends with him for many, many years. And so this is the words from our dear friend Bill after. It's uh,
5: oh, quarter to six, Eastern standard time, it's um, Wednesday, April 18th, and few fans of professional wrestling, and for a lot of us personally, this day will be remembered as not a good day. Wrestling the way we knew it, the way we knew it, back in the Golden days of professional wrestling has lost the, uh, the leader of uh, what we've been what so many of us hang on to as the uh, the good old days. We thought he would be here forever, and I never thought that I would ever have to say. Bruno San Martino, God rest your soul. Um, early this morning, my pal Sal, Sal Carrente, who I've known forever, uh, called me and he said, uh, Bill, you haven't talked to Bruno San Martino in a long time, have you? I said, I tried a few times. He never called me back, which is very unusual because I used to speak with Bruno every few months in the last, few years. Sal, who was very close with him as well, uh, thought it unusual that he hasn't heard from Bruno in quite a while. And then oh. the horrible message from Sal, live on my cell phone, was that he spoke with Bruno Daryl, who confirmed that Bruno San Martino had died at my uh, daytime work office, and it was hard to react. Uh, I told one of my coworkers I was just uh, leaving for a minute, and went down to my car and had a good cry. I'm just in such a state of shock, Bruno gone. There's no way, Bruno San Martino. So I want to, first of all, wish condolences to his family. His friends, and of course the fans. Uh, I, re- I remember all the days, being all the years that I chronicled his career as a uh, as a reporter and photographer, and then became personal friends with him. But all the years of just the anxious anticipation at places like Madison Square Garden. 22,000 fans packing that place every time he appeared. And there was no entrance music like today. The only music was 22,000 people chanting, Bruno, Bruno, Bruno. And in my head, because I was a professional and I couldn't show any fan emotion, but in my head, my arms were going up and my smile was there and I was chanting, Bruno, Bruno, Bruno. So let me take you back to uh, some memories from the after kitchen here. Of, uh, you know, I, I generally as I do all this stuff right off the top of my head, but I, I didn't want to miss anything, so I thought I'd just jot some notes down. So when I was a little kid, I saw the debut, the TV debut, on the uh, Capitol Wrestling Show from Washington, D.C., of what Ray Morgan, the broadcaster, called the Italian Superman, Bruno Martino. The man had never been knocked off his feet. Never been knocked off his feet. And week after week, from the shows on Thursday nights from the Capitol Arena or on Saturdays from Bridgeport, Connecticut, I marveled about how this guy just stuck his chest out when a guy like Chet Wallach would bump into him, Bruno would just bump him right off. And then one night I was watching with my grandmother, who told me all that wrestling is fixed. Uh, grandpa did too. And Bruno was wrestling a guy named Tiger Jack Vansky. And I said, Grandma, this guy's never been knocked off his feet. He's the Italian Superman. Vansky came off the ropes, and Bruno went to do what he did with everybody else, and he lost balance, and Bruno fell down for the first time. I had never seen it. Years later, I would tell him about it, and he'd go, you know that doggone Jack Vansky, he was, he you know, he you never knew what that guy was going to do. So okay. yeah, I, I remember that. Um, back in the uh, 60s, I did a radio show in New York. And I remember getting tickets to a show down at Sunnyside Garden um, in Queens, New York wrestling tickets, and Bruno was on that show. And I said, man, I'm going to go down, I'm going to interview Bruno. And the promoter, Mike Rosenberg, and the, uh, uh, the McMahon agent, Vince McMahon senior agent, Oscar Keneal, took me to Bruno, and it was great. It was like we were old friends. I to him about uh, Tiger Jack Vansky, of course, and we did a whole interview, and of course, like a regular reporter, uh, I, two things. I said, you know, Bruno, I can take you. And he looked at me and he said, you can take me where, to the movies, to dinner? Great sense of humor. But I said, you know, people want to know, is wrestling fixed? He didn't know I was going to come out with that book. I didn't know it was broken. And he went on to show me uh, how many times his nose had broken, his cauliflower ears, and and all the other injuries that went on. It was pretty ugly. But uh, it was then... That I just started understanding that um, Bruno loved and protected the business. He was an athlete, and he was a gentleman because he treated everyone—the promoters, the other wrestlers, the press, and his fans—with respect. A total gentleman. Um, so. When I first started working for the magazines, uh, I got into the dressing rooms quite a bit. And Gorilla Monsoon had told Bruno that I was working for Stanley Weston, the man who did a story called This Is Your Life, Bruno San Martino. Bruno was very upset at that story because he said it contained a lot of falsehoods. Uh, He didn't like it, and although he personally started to like me, if I'm representing uh, that company that put out Inside Wrestling, and The Wrestler, uh, he would prefer not to do anything. So I said, wait, 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 wait. Let me do a tape, an audio tape, a cassette tape with you about the life of Bruno Sammartino. I was going out on a limb. I didn't know if Mr. Weston would um, accept what I was doing. Maybe I would be fired when I came back to the the office the next day. So Bruno agreed. We sat down for over an hour and I did the life story of Bruno San Martino. Went back to the office the next day and I told Mr. Weston if we want to stay in the good graces of um, the uh, WWWF and Bruno we needed to run this as a quote-unquote shoot interview. I didn't use that terminology. I didn't know it existed. I said it's a legit interview. And uh, Mr. Weston was shocked because he thought it was a great story. I said, we need to do this. So two months later, Bruno Sammartino, in t- Q&A, probably the first shoot interview ever done in a wrestling magazine was published. And from then on, Bruno Martino started endorsing me to everyone. And he always said to me that he always appreciated the reporter that went out and asked him for quotes on a story rather than fabricating anything to make it sensational. So that started my really good professional and I could tell personal relationship with Bruno San Martino. Um, I'm going to uh, Jump around uh, a little bit here uh, in terms of uh, um, stories. When Bruno was about to lose the title to Ivan Koloff, it was the most well-guarded secret in professional wrestling. Willie, this is in my book. Willie Gilsberg, the promoter, called Stanley Weston, who called me into an office and said, make like you've never heard this and uh, he told me what was going to happen. My dad used to come to the matches with me all the time, and I never told my dad. He was on the ring shooting with an Instamatic camera next to me with a $59 Minolta camera. And uh, as you know, Bruno Bruno lost the belt. And Bruno never knew that I knew, by the way. Um, and I remember Willie Gilsonberg, one of the brothers, saying, I hope you have a lot of film. My dad scooped me. We both got the picture, but his picture with a little chunky camera was a lot better. Bruno always treated my father with such respect. He'd go over, he'd be talking to Vince McMahon and Willie Gilsenberg, and he'd hold on for a minute. Hello, Mr. Apter, how are you? Always treated my dad as uh, like a gentleman. Um, the days when I used to... I, I have dozens dozens and dozens of cassette interviews with Bruno. Um, We used to talk about tough opponents and he always, there were two guys he always mentioned to me were his toughest opponents, Ken Patera and Bobby Duncan. Um, When Bruno's neck was broken in the match with uh, Stan Hansen, um, he called me and he told me what hospital he was in. Um, it's in Pittsburgh, Providence Hospital I believe it was um, and he invited me to come to his bedside and be the only reporter to do a story on him and his Dr. civitrees I did that um, thank you Bruno for letting me uh, um, do that um, I remember at Sunnyside Garden that area back in Queens where I grew up Watching wrestling, they had a street fair one day. This is about 10 years after uh, he had uh, um, gone into his first retirement. And big street festival, thousands of people waiting for John Stamos. And Bruno was the number two guy on the bill. I was able, I was lucky enough to introduce Bruno to the crowd, and John Stamos was not in their mind anymore. I could have kept Bruno there for a week. Stamos. Did eventually get on there, but Bruno San Martino was the uh, star of the day. Uh, I visited his house several times in Pittsburgh. Met his lovely wife, Carol. Carol, I'm so sorry. Uh, I know you've had your health problems as well. Um, in the dugout when at Chase Stadium. The magnificent matches with Bruno had against Larry Zabisco. I talked to Larry earlier today just to commiserate with him. Um, but in the dugout, uh, we Bruno and I watched the Anoki Ali fight from Japan. And uh, if you go to the WWE website, um, just put in uh, Bill After interviews, uh, Bruno San Martino about Muhammad Ali and Antonio Anoki, it'll come up there. But uh, uh, anytime I needed anything exclusively, he was always there. He was always there to pose for me. He never said no. He never said no to me. He was always, again, a, the ultimate professional. And times I went to dinner with him and all that, uh, that, there were no still cameras and no recording devices. We talked about families and he was so dedicated to his family. Um, I saw him for the last time Last year, 2017, at, um, at WrestleMania at the Hall of Fame party, the pre party. And he was there, uh, he was hanging out with uh, his son Daryl and Dominic DiNucci and me, and my son Brandon was with me. Brandon knows who Runo know, is, but Brandon wasn't around in that era, but he appreciates when I told him about who Bruno was. So, we talk about who Bruno was. Bruno is. He always will be. He is an iconic name in not just the world of wrestling, but the world of sports. The greatest sports legends TV show. did a special on Bruno. And I was there that night at a dinner that they had, and boxer Larry Holmes came over to me because I was friendly with him, and he said to me, Is that Bruno Favretino? He said, I want to meet him. And I introduced Larry to, uh, to Bruno, and Larry never forgot that. That was one of Larry's heroes. Bruno Mars, if you can Google this, is named after. Bruno San Martino, because uh, uh, Bruno Mars' father was a huge fan of Bruno San Martino. Who wasn't a big fan of Bruno San Martino? Everyone that I talked to who wrestled against Bruno San Martino felt it an honor to be an opponent of this man who is the only living legend in professional wrestling. And I'm going to keep saying living legend because, Bruno, your memory will keep you alive in all of our hearts forever. Uh, I haven't talked to you in almost a year, and uh, again, when I got that call from Sal today, I was totally devastated. So personally, thank you for your professionalism and being the first person to ever endorse me to the other wrestlers when they came over and said, Bruno, should I talk to this guy? Is he okay? And you said yes. I can't thank you enough for that. And secondly, for your honesty and friendship. I'll always love you.
6: This is War!
1: Wrestling Authority Radio with your host, Chaotic Katie, the voice, Paul Eubanks. The Dean of Wrestling Referees, C. Kane, and Sadistic Sean David. Lock and load,
6: wrestling fans. It's time for war. Good evening. Thank you
2: for joining
4: us on this uh, gloomy day as a wrestling fan. My name is Sadistic Sean David. I'd like to welcome each and every one of you to tonight. As we've heard from our good friend Bill, after uh, everybody will be swaying in after. on their thoughts uh, on you No know, San Martino throughout the night. This is the promoter open invitational promoters roundtable, and we've already got some promoters with us. I want to go over tonight's lineup real quick, and then we're going to go ahead and get things started. Uh, we will have a representative from Midwest Impact Pro, Herb Simmons, or and uh, well. Simmons could not be here. He sent Sean Vincent from Southern Illinois Championship yep. Wrestling out of the St. Ah, Louis come on, he's
3: Canadian. area. He's only
4: raised there. Um. <laughs> and yes, he's Canadian, and yep. uh, he, they on the Illinois side of the Missouri area. Yep. We'll be joined Sean, by hold on,
3: Sean for the night. Sean the guest, not Sean the host. Sean for the night. You're Canadian. Get used to it. Okay. I'm claiming you as you. my own.
4: Frank and Randon Root from Rampage Championship Wrestling will be with us. J.B. Brown from Central Virginia Professional Wrestling. She'll be our female promoter tonight. Paul Eubanks from Central All-Star Wrestling. Special Kenoff from Insane Championship Wrestling. A representative from Pinfall Wrestling Association out of Springfield, Illinois. And an open invitation to all the promoters listening in around the globe. We want to hear from you. So, uh, why don't we start things off? I'm going to unmute everybody. And why don't we go around starting with Rob and introduce yourself and where you're from? Rob,
2: Hello.
6: you're up,
4: eh?
2: okay, okay so Rob. here,
7: for the Insane wrestling Alliance in Florida. How, guys, how are everybody doing? I'm doing
3: good. Thanks for coming out. Hey, brother. Brother, brother, brother. All right. Before we start. It's been a while. Before we start, people, brother is going to be used quite a bit. About as much as Hulk Hogan, maybe more. Feel free to take a drink every time you hear it.
1: Uh, (coughs) I'll go grab my wine.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. The old man's going to drink. The old man's going to (laughs) drink.
4: All right, and we got uh, – and now we got Frank Root from uh, Rampage Championship Wrestling with us now. Also out of, uh, well, kind of the St. Louis area, a little bit little bit, uh, east. Yeah. Field and all of those towns. So we've got some great promoters with us here tonight. Uh, I'm going to let Frank Root and Sean Vincent kick things off tonight because they have events coming this weekend. And uh, Frank, I want you to go ahead and start, and then Sean will get to you and let you talk about SICW coming up this weekend.
2: That sounds good.
8: All right. Yeah, this weekend we got a big uh, fundraiser at Steel City Strong. It's at the Pontoon Beach Sports Complex outside of Granite City. Um, two young boys, the Pollock family, they lost their father. their 17 and 14 year old boys. And their 45 year old father passed away from a heart attack a couple of weeks ago. <clears throat> And uh, we're doing a big fundraiser event for them. Of course, there'll not only be our great wrestling stars there, there'll be a lot of auction items, uh, benefits, uh, raffles, all sorts of things going on. We'll be opening the doors around 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Bell time is at 6. Activities will be going on all day. Tickets are being sold really around in the school that they, they go to, as well as the community. And the community's really gotten behind these. Uh, another tragic thing to this. Uh, Event is not only did their father pass away, but they've lost their home, and uh, they are, are become homeless young men as well. And the uh, city is really oh rallying God. behind them, as is the school. In that, so uh, pretty good cause all the way across the board. I'm glad yeah. we kind of got involved. It, uh, you know, it's it's one of those tragic things of life and that, and hopefully what we do wrestling wise, we can help them out and get them on the right path. And uh, we've got some people stepping forward that's going to uh, court. Uh, to try to uh, become legal guardians with these young boys and that. So a, a lot of things are around this. It's not just wrestling. It's everyday life and helping everybody out, too.
4: Well, and that's that's the whole important thing about this benefit. Uh, you you talk about RCW being of the year. RCW has been doing some benefits. I believe it started with the Special Olympics a couple months back, and now you're doing the Pontoon Beach thing, and then next month you're doing the benefit in, uh, oh. Pocahontas. 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 I'm losing track of the town. So many events going on, Frank. (laughs) Yeah,
8: it's it's (laughs) kind of interesting how they develop in that, too. Uh, You don't go soliciting them. When they come and solicit you, that's really something else. Uh, the group in Pocahontas actually found us through our Facebook page, and uh, believe it or not, on our Facebook page, of course, we have a reference to, to your Facebook, and evidently they went on and listened to your show one night as well. And looking at our Facebook page, they contacted us being close in their area, and uh, that's how we got involved with them. And as far as the oh, Special wow. Olympics, that's, that, that's kind of the way it is too. Uh, and when you say family and respect and brotherhood and all that, this is what it really is. This is a family. When people not only listen to uh, your radio show and our Facebook pages and uh, see the wrestlers out in public and that and know who they are, uh, that's what really makes it a family and a brotherhood. It's it, it, an easy catchphrase right now that uh, a lot of wrestlers and a lot of youngsters like to say brotherhood and family and trust and respect, but... Uh, this is what it's really about, and uh, it just makes me feel good that uh, we became part of uh, your show, and you become uh, kind of a bandwagon guy
4: with us, which we're excited about. And
8: uh, when hey, when fundraisers up? come to you, that's
4: great. That's great. Sorry about that. He, that's that's the whole thing, and I think everybody here will agree. Um, Katie, we got a new caller. If you want to screen them real quick, please. Um,
3: on it, just let me tell one person I'll unmute them in a second.
4: Alright. You know, that's the whole thing, Frank, is, and I think every promoter that's on here tonight, or even Sean Vincent, who's not a promoter, but has helped a lot with Herb Simmons and SICW, would agree that when you have charities coming to your door begging you to do a benefit, you know that you're doing something right. Because... So oh, you can't – it's hard to go out and solicit a charity. Believe me, I've done it, and it's hard because they don't understand what you're trying to do. If you can get them to reverse the role and they come to you and they know up front what you're going to be doing for them, it's a hell of a lot easier. It, it
8: really is, and, and another ironic one, I won't bore you with another quick story, but, man, I got a lot of them. This one promoter from Tennessee was contacted by someone locally here in our area. And the promoter in Tennessee recommended RCW to him. Now, when a promoter that I don't even know, evidently he's following what's going on in the independent scene, not only through Facebook but your show and whatever ways they find things out, and he tells them to call you, man, you start scratching your head and you think, I I guess I'm doing something good. I'm doing something right. You just got to keep on the same train track, and you can't go off and you can't uh, fall down. And, of course, that's what a lot of people, unfortunately, in this business look for, for someone that's doing something good to fall flat on their face rather than uh, trying to get on and see what they can do to uh, emulate or improve their product as well.
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. You, well, and that's just it. Now, we do have one of your wrestlers with us that uh, has been having a little, uh, well, I, I guess a little bit of a spat going on with his tag team partner. It's uh, Riot is with us.
8: Oh, my God. Well, you know, they're having a lover's quarrel. I don't know what to touch in on them, so maybe he can
4: accent on to get a little bit about that, Sean. Uh, you guys going to get things worked out before before, you know, The next big show? Are you guys on good terms? You know what's going on with Chaos and Riot.
8: You know, there's really nothing going on with Chaos and Riot. The the issue, I guess, comes into is uh, obviously a lot of people who've been faulting us know that I have uh, a split personality in the Man of War.
9: Hey.
8: And
6: uh, hey, Chaos. (laughs)
9: uh,
8: Chaos. I don't think he's a fan of War, even though War has full intentions to make RCW great, and you know. Get rid of the, uh, the venom and the, the cancer that is Pretty Boy Floyd and Doug O'Shea. Uh, chaos well, is being got blinded to tell right you now. But that
4: wants to get rid of P- Pretty Boy Floyd, that has a long, long history with Pretty Boy Floyd. Uh, Frank, I warned you that this guy could call in, and he's now live.
3: Here's my boy. Huh. Well, Here's Finn.
8: All right, Finn.
4: What do
3: you got to say about Floyd? I'll
8: tell you oh, what, Frank. Oh, I got your contract.
9: Mhm. Here we go, boys and girls.
10: So, yeah, uh, our you can expect to see me next show. Mm-hmm. So, uh, everybody out there, they're on notice. Especially all those well, guys that think they're fan favorites. They're truly sinners. I'm going to take care of them. Well, it's I am very pleased that you are- Pretty boy Floyd, I've known him from a long time. I've known him when he was in the gutter. I beat yes. him. Well, I beat him. In, I feed him in front of thousands, thousands of people in Chicago at a comic con. People have seen me destroy this man. And that's your champion? Well, not for
8: very not long, long. Chris, Chris, uh, uh, Mr. Riot, and his alter ego of war, had a ladder match in Quincy, and uh, had another barn burner with him the next night in Jacksonville. I think Floyd's days are numbered between war and yourself coming in. I think Floyd better be put on notice real quick here.
10: Oh, he definitely is. He's definitely well, isn't uh, not Floyd out.
8: refusing to come to our next show? Cause I'm pretty sure he's scared of war. But yeah, uh, that's something I'm going to have, have to talk to, to him now. about, because he's refused to come to this show Steel City Strong in Pontoon Beach is Saturday. And so the next appearance he'll be making is May 5th at Honor and Legacy in Litchfield and uh, Sin will be in the house as War will. So uh, maybe we throw all three of you in the ring and just uh, oh. let you guys tear each other apart. Oh, oh my I goodness. will.
10: I will tear them oh, wow. all apart. Oh. I'm ready for anything you want to put in front of me, friend.
8: Uh, uh Mr. Riot, do you think you can get in touch with War and see if he's interested in this? Oh, you know, War will take on any challenge that he has in front of him. You know this very well, Frank. He uh, He's not m- much of a talker, but he's all action, and he will come in there. And it doesn't matter who's standing in that ring. He's going to come out the new heavyweight champion. Well, <clears throat> If anybody goes to our Facebook page and catches that ladder match that you and Floyd had in Quincy, that was something else. And with Sin coming in, I tell you what, it's going to be an interesting night on May the 5th at Honor and Legacy in Litchfield, but once again, this Saturday, we'll be steady, Steel City Strong in Pontoon Beach right outside of Granite City for the Polish family.
4: Yes. Sin uh, can't be there. He's got other commitments, and I can't be there. I have other commitments. Uh, but we, uh, both Sin and I, we're not together. want everybody to know that. I, I know this man. He trained me, but uh, I am not coming to RCW with him. He's coming on his own terms. I'm coming on my own terms, and uh, I will be there May the 5th as well, and I'll tell you what, I've watched RCW for a very long time now, and there's going to be a lot of heads that are going to roll when I walk into that locker room come May the 5th because a lot of people aren't expecting
10: to see me. Sean, I want to point something out. Training you was probably the biggest mistake I've ever made in my life. Serpentic. Hey now. Hey, hey now. That's oh the biggest mistake you've ever made? All I got to say is, when I get my hands on Floyd, he'll feel the serpent's kiss, and he'll give in to sin.
4: Well, there there you have it. Words from Sin. I didn't expect my trainer to come on and insult me publicly tonight, but uh, I guess that's the way it's going to happen.
2: Uh, you know,
4: um, I've known Sin and Steve Kane is, have known Sin and Floyd knows Sin for a long, long time. So yes, um, it's it's going to be very interesting. This man is capable of coming into uh. RCW. You know, he's worked in front of big crowds before. Uh, He'll be working in front of big crowds for RCW again, and I don't know what this man is capable of. If he's coming after the title, Lord help us all, because if he gets his hands on that title, I don't know that there's anybody that can stop him. Maybe war could pull it away from him. I've seen a lot of good things out of war, um, but I, I really know Sin has a whole bag of tricks that he loves to use. I've seen that man to uh, you know, a literal bag of tricks uh, out of his arsenal and hit somebody with it. So, well, you can be well, dangerous. likewise
8: with Chris. Likewise, Sean with Chris Riot. I've known him for about twelve years. Very, very accomplished and capable wrestler. However, when he goes in the mode of war, different ballgame. So it's going to be interesting. May the fifth, honor and legacy. But once again, our big show this Saturday for the Pollock family. Uh, Pontoon Beach uh, Ponting Beach Sports Complex for the Pollock family, Steel City Strong.
2: Yes.
4: well, uh, what, you know I, I can't say I can't wait to meet Chris Riot and war and uh, we know that sin is coming and I, I you know I, I feel sorry for whoever sin has to get in the ring with. On May the 5th, because if he's up to his old tricks, it won't be anything good for them.
10: They'll feel the pain. Oh, they'll feel the pain. That's all you need
2: to
10: know for now. Yes. Well, Finn,
4: it was a pleasure talking to you. I know your time is extremely limited as you are training uh, profusely and getting things ready, preparing yourself to come to our You better let me say
3: something to him, too. Go ahead. Oh, a nerve. Sin, my darling, Derek. Stop saying come feel the pain because I like pain, baby. Mm. So
8: the be pledule, careful, darling. The I'll let you treat all like of yours.
3: Oh yeah, I'll let treat like, You know, I'll be your voodoo doll. I'll be your voodoo doll, and you can put pins in anything else. Well, I'll just shut up now. <laughs>
2: oh
10: oh wow.
2: yeah.
10: Woo. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah, I told you. I told hey, you everybody uh, okay, boys, boys,
3: or anybody
2: else?
3: If every, I'm gonna tell you something. I'm. It may say female on my birth certificate, but I am not a girl. I hung all with the boys. Don't treat me like a girl, or else. You're going to hear this noise From my new toy
2: <laughs>
6: Go get tased
4: A taser.
2: I,
6: like t- I like this girl <laughs> I like this girl I tased myself by I accident last night it.
4: Sin,
3: I tased myself by accident last night Live on air <laughs> Did you? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, uh, and, what, and what, hey, hold on you know, Wait, 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 wait Wait. And what did I say? Hey man, that wasn't so bad
10: <laughs> <laughs> I liked her
6: we got Frank,
2: stick okay, with us up. for
4: just a little bit longer because I think we're going to have another uh, surprise guest coming up uh, momentarily. I want to go to Sean Vincent at this time, who's also got a show this weekend with SICW Southern Illinois Championship Wrestling out of uh, Let's see, it's going to be in East Chandalet, Illinois this Saturday night.
1: That's right. How,
11: how you guys doing tonight? Great. Great. Hey, how's it going? It's uh, it's going great, man. It's going fantastic. Thank you, first off, for having me on. I'm sorry that Herb Simmons couldn't uh, be on here himself. He was tied up with obligations. uh, Oh, it's okay. It's uh, okay. We're
4: we're happy to have you, Sean. I know you do a lot of behind-the-scenes work for Herb, so... Uh, anybody that's helping out with SICW is what we were looking for, you know, somebody to come on and promote the upcoming uh, event this weekend, and talk a little bit about the new endeavor that uh, Frank, uh, not Frank, excuse me, HER has opened in the Missouri Wrestling Hall of Fame.
11: That's right. Well, actually, first off, before we kick all this off, let's just, I want to take a moment to say, uh, God uh, bless uh, Bruno Simultino. uh rest in peace, my friend. Uh, huge fan of his, uh, especially his match with uh, Stan Hesson at the Madison Square Garden back in 1976. the cage match that was just a knockout, drag-out brawl. If you have uh, the network, the network, I really encourage you to check that match out. That's insane. So, uh, wrestling priest, uh, Sam Macino. Uh But, yes, uh, getting back on the business as usual, um, Herb Simmons was inducted into the brand-new independent St. Louis Wrestling Hall of Fame uh this past Saturday night and what an honor. This is a brand new thing for St. Louis Wrestling. Uh it's honoring uh the talent, independent talent that has come out of St. Louis uh since the days of wrestling at the chase. And uh one an honor for Herb to be inducted because Herb Simmons and SICW has been around for well over forty plus years.
4: Yes they have.
11: Yeah. You know, I mean, can you, you know, say yourself Bray- can you think of a wrestling event on independent scene that's been around that long.
4: No, there are only that. two feds that have been around that long. You've got S I C W that has been around forty years, and you've got R C W with Frank Root, who is still with us, who has been around 40 years. So Frank who and, and- Frank Reed? Oh.
8: I'm, I'm,
11: I'm, 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 kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know who he
2: is. <laughs>
8: yeah. Yeah.
11: <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> let, let
8: me let me interject something here about Mr. Simmons. Back in the early 80s, 1979 and 80s, I would take church buses full of people over to Belclare Fairgrounds and watch his shows and that. That was in 79, 78, and 1980. Before I really got involved in wrestling before. myself as a promoter. And I went and saw Herb's show. So, yep, 40 plus years, good man.
11: And, and I've <laughs> had the, the pleasure and the honor of working for him for the past eight years, of my 20 years in this business. And it's been, you know, I wish I knew him 20 years ago because it's, it's been an absolute pleasure working for the man. But yes, he is now inducted into the 2018 St. Louis Independent Wrestling Hall of Fame. And what an honor it is.
4: And MMWA has been going for 40 years as well on the uh, Missouri side of things. So, you know.
11: That's right, Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's you Tony know, Costa. Tony Costa and Herb Simmons have been hand-in-hand uh, hand, trading talent, working back and forth. It's always a beautiful thing when you have independent companies in areas that are near to each other instead of being rivals working together. And that's what Herb and Tony Costa of the MMWA uh you know, close-hand business partnership uh, for many years, 40-plus.
4: Right. Well, and that's just it. You have some of the this, uh, setting this up. I wanted promoters that are reputable, that have been around a while, that are drawing big crowds, that actually know what they're talking about, not just some Joe Schmosh promoter that thinks they know it all because they draw 50 people.
11: LOR 10, and they're all happy with that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, it, it, I mean, for me, I, if I enter a, a, a locker room and I notice that the crowd's a little light, it doesn't matter if there's five people in the audience or 500 people in the audience. I'm so still cool. going to give them a hell of a show. But it does yeah, speak so hard. to the promoter. It does speak to the promoter if there's actually asses in seats because they did their job as a promoter. They promoted their company. And that's exactly what Frank Rood, Herb Simmons, Tony Costa have done for many, many years. They've done something that other uh, Apple Soup fed names, independent companies out there do, and they actually put their company out there and put butts in seats, which is fantastic uh, that you would have these gentlemen on your show because that's right. You do have the cream of the crop in the Midwest, Uh, on your show when it comes to doing it right, and that's promoting and and getting their company over and uh, giving back to the wrestling fans. That's why we do this, right? We do it for the fans. Absolutely. This is where the crowd pops. (laughs)
2: Uh,
4: uh, So talk to us about what's going on this weekend. SICW got another huge show coming up. You're in a two-out-of-three falls match.
11: Yes, that's right. So this Saturday night in East Carlin, Illinois, uh, doors open at 6, show starts at 7. We have two huge main event matches. I'm actually in one of them. I am facing the self-proclaimed king of wrestling, Chris Hargis. This gentleman, uh, just recently, he's been making buzz around the independent scene, saying that he is the top guy to beat. He is the king of independent wrestling in the Midwest, Chris Hargis. And me, I am the, not self-proclaimed, the fans call me this, the true Canadian hero. And what better person to knock that self-proclaimed king of wrestling off his throne than your hero, me, Sean Vincent. So that's right. It'll be a two out of three falls match. I'm very confident. Nothing makes you feel better than knocking the teeth out of a bully like Chris Hargis. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be two pins. Me winner. And then the second minute event for the for the SICW Classic Wrestling Championship, you have the champion, Mark Houston, the man from the mountains, Mark Houston, taking on the counter Flash Flanagan. Talk about a main event, human event. Yes. And I'll all little, of the I other well, great
2: you know art
1: flash. All of the, the other greatest work in Windy City and uh down
4: in Indianapolis together. And you'll have all the other great SICW talent there as well. Uh I believe Curtis Wild might be there. I don't know if he's done oh, with SICW now or not.
11: Oh, come on, why did you have you bring up him? The Lion <laughs> of the Blue. the mouth of the Midwest. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, okay. So you brought him up. Curtis Wild is expected to be there. I'm not going to put him over because he puts himself over enough on his own social media pages, but, yes, you can count him being there with his valet, Wildfire.
4: Yes. Uh, And those two wreak havoc. I know Frank, uh, he used to wrestle as Wildchild. He's now Curtis Wild, but I know Frank knows that name, and – you know, there's some others that it's heard or seen that name throughout the United States because he's traveled some. And, uh, you know, that's a, that's a guy that's been around the block a cu- time or two. Uh, the man we just had on, Sam and him, had a match here in uh, LaSalle, Illinois, in 2003. It was called Hell on Earth. It was two out of three falls. Uh, first fall was, uh, well, it was a TLC thing and it was two out of three falls, and it was insane. And Wild Child came off the top of the ladder and hit Sin with the leg drop and almost killed him.
11: You know what? I'm not going to say – I'm not going to discredit the man. A wild Wildchild uh, back then, now known as Curtis Wild, he is a hell of a fighter, hell of a competitor. Back in 2016, I actually had several matches with him that uh, came to a crescendo in a cage match where I truly, your Canadian hero, defeated the mild man himself, mild Curtis Wilde, as I put it. But yes, again, <laughs> if, if, if you're a fan of mild Curtis Wilde, then yes, come out this Saturday night to East Crown, Illinois. <laughs> you might see him, too. <laughs> oh,
4: mild Wild, Mild style. Right.
11: My I'm child. I'm sure we're all familiar with Wrestling at the Chase. I don't have to explain any backstory behind that. It created the history of professional wrestling in St. Louis. Every yes. single year in May, we have a tribute show to Wrestling at the Chase, marking the year anniversary of Wrestling at the Chase. And on May 19th, we celebrate the 59th year of Wrestling at the Chase at East Conlet, Illinois. Wow. This is is SICW's WrestleMania. This is our biggest show of the year, and we honor Wrestling at the Chase by having the Bruiser Brody Battle Royal. The Bruiser Brody Battle Royal, we invite wrestlers from everywhere, not just the SICW locker room, but wrestlers, anybody wants to partake in this to win the coveted SICW Bruiser Brody Trophy? I myself won the 2017 Bruiser Brody Battle Royal. Thank, thank you. Excellent. Take a, little bow, take a little bow. Thank you. Way to go, Canada. And with that, thank you, man. Thank you. Way to go, Miss Canada. <laughs> <laughs> with that, when you win the Bruiser Brody Battle Royal, you earn a shot at the Classic Wrestling Championship. I unfortunately at the time did not beat the current champion well, the recent champion for Target. But that's not the point. We're celebrating wrestling at the Chase May 19th. And we have a special guest, Dr. D. David Stokes. There
12: you go, folks.
11: Mm. Dr. D. David Stokes, if you ever wanted to meet a man that was controversial in professional wrestling, this is the man to meet on May 19th at SICW East Carlin, Illinois. And all right, Sean. Why not? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Sean. Uh, ah, I'm sorry. I can wrap one
4: up. moment. <laughs> what? Uh, that's anyway, SICW. Then, this Saturday about. night, East Illinois. John Vincent will be there and all the other great SICW talent. Uh, don't forget May 19th, Wrestling at the Chase, 59th year anniversary. Uh back in East Crandallette, Illinois. And at this time I wanna keep everybody going. We've got some other call, uh callers in here. So I wanna go He's got an event next weekend in Virginia. Please welcome the promoter of Central Virginia Professional Wrestling, JB Brown.
0: How you doing?
4: Great, JB. Hey, how's it doing? Yeah.
0: I'm doing good, doing good. good so
7: just now, to, uh,
4: you've been promoting since 2014. Uh, you still consider yourself a rookie to promoting. You're not as well-versed as some of the other people that have called in tonight. But that doesn't mean yeah. that uh, you're a bad promoter, and I'm not going to say that you are. You, uh, we talked today, you're not a lazy promoter. You go out and get stuff done, and you were running one of the hottest products at this time. Yes, yes, yes. And I've been, and I've been in this business for
13: 28
0: years. And uh, I, I still got that's a lot to learn being as uh, as a promoter. And I go to other shows and I step up and I was always taught to sit up and just to keep my mouth shut, look in reserve, and you can learn a lot. And I have learned a lot from other promoters. And you know, and like I say, you know, and I also was taught is is in this business is respect. Is not given; it's earned. So you know, uh, I'm learning a lot. So,
4: so well, it um, is um, JB. Um, so. You know, too many, too many rookies come in today, and I'm sure everybody that's on this yeah. uh, <laughs> podcast can agree with you and I that yeah. everybody that comes in that's new off the streets today has no respect. They they don't,
11: right.
4: they don't know proper locker room etiquette. Go up and introduce yourself nope. to everybody and shake their hand. You know, and call them yeah. sir. Call them, sir, yeah. ma'am, yes, sir. You know the main thing. If yes, you're sir, a new no person sir. in the Free locker day. room, oh, and and this is yeah. what Frank will ex- will will see with me on, on May the fifth. I will come in. It'll be yes, sir, no, sir. Eyes open, ears open, mouth shut. That's
2: great. Yeah. Right.
4: Yeah. yeah. Because I'm not I'm not the boss. I can give him all the suggestions in the world. If he uses them, that's great. But I'm yeah. not there to run his company. And I can't run it for him. But if he handed me the reins? but that's not what I'm there to do. Um, And too many people, there are a lot of guys that don't know that will come in and go, hey, we're going to do this, 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 and this to the promoter. And the promoter looks at the guys and they're like, who the hell are you? And where did you come up with this? All of of a sudden magic authority that you get to make your own match. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was yeah. I'm I a,
0: I, I, yeah, I had a couple guys like that I said, uh, uh, who are you? Who's the promoter? Who's the wrestler? So, I mean, I like, you know You know, I said, you know something? You, that's right there That's to me You're going to come up to me and say What you want I said, listen I don't need no attitude Or nothing like that So I'm not going to put up with it So, you mm-hmm. know I'm kind of old school So you, you're not going to tell me What you're going to do You know just like with, like on your regular job. Do you tell your boss that when you get paid every week, what you going to do? Nope. So, I mean, it's just, you know, you can't do that. So treat this wrestling, and, and you're getting booked, treat this as, as your regular job you do five days a week or whatever week you work. So treat this as, as your job. So, you
14: know.
0: Yes. I, I just don't like you know, when a guys come to do that. Then I say, "Well, guess what? Take your business somewhere else. I'm not putting up with that." So you know, you know, um, you know, I'm the boss. I do. You do what I say to do. If you don't like it, then guess what? You don't have to do booked with me. Period. So I had yeah. guys like that. So you know, it's about it's about good good uh, attitude and respect. So if you don't have respect, then guess what? You, you can't work with me, But you know. Absolutely. That's so, yeah, exactly. so, and, 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 so you know, I, I just about that respect. So okay. I mean, just like, so you know, I, I'm still learning. But um, like I said, I've been arrested for like 28 years, between now and July 4th. So I mean, just I'm still learning, still learning. So, but you know, but um, having a great show next next Saturday. So you know, it's gonna be a double main event. So you
4: know and time, you've got so. some great talent that is coming in and you're working on bringing in some better talent too. I saw you were looking at guys yeah. like Brandon Scott who's really making some waves over in that area.
0: Yeah, yeah, I had I had Brandon Scott uh last year. So, uh I hope um, I get him again. I, I enjoy enjoyed working with Brandon Scott. Enjoying and, and People's like keep on asking me I said, Well, I can try to get him but I don't know if it's gonna be booked but I had I did have Brandon Scott and some other great talents. Great talent. So uh and I'm very proud of Brandon Scott. So, you know, I'm fine young man, very respectful, so much respect to Brandon Scott. That
2: I was, Absolutely. You know,
0: I'm happy to work with him. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead.
2: So, Katie, I'm, what's your I'm question?
3: Okay, um, do you find it any harder as a female to be a promoter in the business at all today? Um, um
0: at first I did it's kinda of hard because I because I always had like a couple of haters, you know, putting down the so, well. Women can't do can't be in the business and stuff like that. So it's kinda of hard but like I say, women can do what any any man can do. So, you know, it's it's about that opportunity. So I it's about, you know, I can do anything that a man can do, so maybe better, but you know, but it's that that respect disrespecting because most promoters you know don't like to see a female to do good or or to wait to fall and stuff like that, but you know I overcome that, so they' does that bother me now, so it it's kind of hard cause they they keep on saying it's a man's world, so you know it's just so. I just, Think positive and keep my head clear, and show them what I can do as a woman uh, wrestling promoter. So well, I don't do a whole lot of talking. I don't do a whole lot of talking, but I let my action speak for me.
4: Well, and that's that's what a lot of promoters have. You know, you have to do. Everybody can, you know, everybody on this call can say that we're going to do great things, and my play. promotion's going to do this, and my promotion's going to do that, and my promotion's going to do this, and my promotion's going to do that. <laughs> But if you don't put forth yeah. that work to get the work done to make that happen, yeah. it's a moot point. Yeah. 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 I, I was I was talking with Bob Evans, who will be with us May the second uh, on this program. I was talking with him. Been talking with him all week.
10: And one of the yeah. things
4: that he said today that really struck me is your building's capacity should be your attendance goal. Yeah. And that it. It resonated with me because we have companies here in Illinois, Sean, and you talked about them. Oh, and he
2: just dropped.
4: Well, Frank, you know this. We have promotions here yes, in sir. Illinois that draw 10 to 20 people and think that that's a good night. And it's like, no, we're not even building capacity. And I, and, I want, and I want to say is this.
0: And I wanna say this. If it wasn't if it if it wasn't for the fans, it would not be no professional wrestling. It wouldn't be WWE, would not be T N A or any independent wrestling if it wasn't for the fans because they're taking their hard money to step and pay to see great wrestlers and great talent and professional wrestling. Right. So, you know, and I wanna give out the thanks for the fans because and I've been saying mm-hmm. this on Facebook and video, or whatever. I always thank the fans. And it's not about me being a promoter, but it's about the fans. And so if you have fans and give them what they want, guess what? They're going to come back to your show. Because you step in, the wrestlers give 110%, most of them anyway, and, you know, put on a good show and stuff like that and give them what they want. Then guess what? They're going to keep on coming back and coming back, and it's going to be more and more and more. So it's about the fans. So I I just want to say thank you for the fans, because there wouldn't be no professional wrestling, period.
12: Absolutely. I, I have a question
8: for Sean. Is, in ahead. the state that you're in, uh, is it governed by the state? Is there licenses required or not?
0: Yeah, in the state of Virginia, um, you have got to have a wrestling uh, license. Because um, if you don't, um, if you let a wrestler, uh, I know in West Virginia, but you, won't, you don't. You got to have a, promoter, a wrestling promoter license, or a wrestling license That's in it. West Virginia. But That's what I was Virginia, interested
8: in the,
0: the promoters have to be licensed Right Yeah Well in the in, in state of uh, West Virginia You don't have to have a promoter's license Or a wrestling license In West Virginia But in the state of Virginia You got to have that Because this one guy One one promoter I'm not going to mention his name um, He did some shady stuff And then they uh, people from Richmond uh, To spin him indefinitely um, wow! Because he didn't pay the uh, didn't pay the wrestlers, and he kind of cheated on his stuff. So then he had a show last year. Didn't even he was supposed to give them a thirty day notice and some other stuff. And he got a big fine. He wow! Fine
3: he yeah, he got mm. a big
0: fine. And he's not allowed to po- uh, be a promoter or promote any shows because he had a big hefty fine, and he let wrestlers. That didn't have a wrestling license got fined for that. So you know I'm cautious. You got to have a wrestling license and let me see it because I'm not gonna get get my license or get in trouble and have a big sign big fine because I let a wrestler. I mean, you might have a wrestler back. I mean, expired whatever, but you got to have a wrestling license. I mean, to wrestle because you know because a from Richmond can you never know when they're gonna show up. So you got to have. Uh, you know, you have to pay a lot. I mean, every year you got to pay a lot. So, in the state of Virginia, you got to have a promoter's license. Um, you got to uh, have a wrestling license in the state of Virginia. Right. So
6: um, I, well,
2: I,
4: I I... One second, guys. Well, yeah. I just got because we're in hour two, uh, folks. Um, we are not going to be taking a break. If you're called in and want to hear the third hour of this show, go ahead. All you have to do is hang up. And call this number right back, and you'll connect right back to us, and that'll get you into the third hour of the show, because cell phones will only hold a two-hour phone call with our system. So, um, just want to give that warning. System. it's cell
3: phones, period. It's yes. cell phones, period. <laughs> Not just your system.
4: Uh, yes. so... Uh we're back, and we're going to keep going. Uh, Frank, did you have more for J.B.? Mm-hmm. It sounded like you had more for J.B. Go ahead.
8: Yeah, just just a couple things regarding the licenses and that. Um, she made a very good point. It, promoters have to be licensed in certain states. That means uh, they have to have a background check. They have to have surety bond, bond, um, insurance. All of that has to be taken care of. Uh, I know Sean knows that as far as Missouri. Is licensed. Illinois is a non licensed state. And somehow, I've been in Missouri. I've been licensed in Missouri, and I am getting my Missouri license as well coming up in July to run some towns in Missouri I used to run. But uh, Illinois has a lot, a lot of good talented wrestlers. They really, really do. It really does. However, there is not as many good promoters over here as there should be with the amount of wrestlers. Once again, I feel very strongly that it's because there is no rules and regulations. It's like the old Wild Wild West days that uh, we'd have promoters sneak in down in the boot heel, and Missouri would run shows and run out before the state would find out about them. And they would run off with money and tax money, and here's the state of Illinois in a financial situation, and with as many promotions out there as there is, and with wrestlers, there would be some monies that would be taken in by the state of Illinois if somebody would get on track. I do know they have a lot of other problems, but that's why there is yeah. a lot of promotions in Illinois. That's why there's a lot of so-called promoters that aren't promoters. Rings are right. not safety; they're, they're not safety checked, and wrestlers probably wouldn't get a Missouri license because they couldn't pass the physical because there's something wrong with them physically.
7: Right.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, the one thing about <laughs> that, though, Frank, and uh, I was one of the people behind getting rid of the. Uh, state when it was sunsetting. Uh, the majority of that was a, uh, was a money dodge, a money grab for most of those guys. Uh, most of the quote-unquote regulators that uh, worked the shows in that were uh, guys that were um, also with the uh, Secretary of State's office and that was uh, during Ryan's term as uh, he was uh, Secretary of State and then as he was getting ready to run for governor and so uh you know all that all that was was that they were you know taking and yeah, uh pocketing yeah. cash and and shooting right. from, uh money to the ryan campaign that's why that's why that that's why this you know when uh when the sunsetting of the regulations for wrestling came about, uh Vince McMahon had his people down in Springfield i have I have friends who i I still have friends who work in the state legislature, so I was making calls down to Springfield and uh, talking back and forth to uh, my friends on the House and the Senate uh, both sides of the aisle and I you know i will I will admit it I busted my butt to get rid of it because as a referee, I was paying a hundred and fifty dollars every two years for a yeah. license.
8: Yep. Yeah. And, uh, yep. Yeah. I, I know. I know. Illinois at one time was the hardest place to get a promoter's license, and their p- prices yeah. were the highest. I agree. I agree.
4: Yeah. I don't yeah. think it should be so mm-hmm. high, but I think, like JB said, there, there are some things that they do in Virginia on a regulation side start indefinitely banning promotions. Oh, you'd see a cleanup of Illinois in a heartbeat. It would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Because yes. and another, you'd have you'd, ha- you'd is, have Go ahead, J B.
0: Uh, another thing is we are not allowed to bleed in Virginia. Because uh we had an incident a, a wrestler uh had like uh hit potatoes or eggs or something like that. So and then I know accidents do happen happen. Uh, but we can't allow it to bleed for no for no reason but you know it was the accident. I had a guy that uh, that wrestled for me last year, uh, it was an accident and hit and cut it cut it hit like maybe ten stitches and he bled and as so an accident so they they thought that he bleed on purpose. So, you know, they said they'll watch the video the the accident so in Virginia, we we're not allowed because of the blood. Situation.
2: Now did they
1: but, now know, did they force got, you to uh, did they force you to stop the match once the once it really started going?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once okay. They stopped, I
1: was
2: wondering uh, about one, that. One
0: day, yeah, yeah. So if it's later, we have to stop the match or whatever. So that so nobody's the winner. So we have to stop the match. Now, we used wow. to in Virginia, used to, used to bleed. We used to can bleed, but now we're not allowed. So, so I mean. So, you know, it's, it's kind of, I know some states will allow you to bleed, but in the state of Virginia, we're not allowed to bleed. We're the accident okay. or not. We have to stop the match or whatever. So, I mean, just have to be cautious about things like that. So, you know, and cautious on that. So, you know, like I say, you know, we got rules and regulations and stuff like that. And then we have to have, like, you know, uh, matchmaking. Application. They started doing that. Uh, they ain't been doing that since uh, they did, did it since last year. So it's just hard. To, I just wish they'd do everything together at one time, still paying everything separate. So, you know, it's just a lot of money to get the promoters put out. Virginia, so
10: Absolutely. Yeah,
4: uh, no, Katie's yeah. got a call her to screen. She'll be right back. Um, we're going to get some Canadian content here. Rob, you've been listening in all night. What do you think about everything that's been said tonight?
9: Um, well, I, I'm kind of, I I think there's a lot going on. I think, um, there's all kinds of different promotions, uh, everywhere. I think wrestling is really blowing up right now. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if, um, I'm sorry, I can't remember her name now, uh, the female promoter. I'm not sure if she's still on the line or not. J.B.,
1: J.B., that's who was just talking.
9: Yeah. Um, I I think uh, in today's – I've been saying for the last, I guess, three, four years now that we're kind of – everyone – there's always been those eras of wrestling, the golden era, the attitude era, the ruthless aggression era, the PG era – I think we're in the women's era of wrestling right now. So um, to see a female promoter, I don't think should be as shocking as what it, as what it probably is. Um, I know there's a lot. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm really not sure what, uh, what, what all uh, to really contribute. I just, I think there's an, a lot of amazing charity shows going on and I think that's just amazing.
4: Awesome. All right, well, we've got a guest for uh, Frank at this time that we're going to go to. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is Fantasy. Yes,
14: how is everyone?
4: Good. Hey, hey, how you doing, darling?
3: I'm hey, good. I'm good. <laughs> good
14: <laughs> hey, Fantasy.
1: Good to hear your voice. Good to
8: hear
10: your voice.
3: So, Fantasy, you uh-huh. wanted to almost talk even. to Frank free about girls, something. Three girls, three girls. <laughs> <laughs> we're almost even here. <laughs>
4: fantasy wanted to talk to Frank about something
8: What do you got fantasy
14: Yeah I was wondering Um, When do I get to storm into RCW
8: When you get to storm into RCW Well it looks like uh, The contract has been uh, sent out By Drew, uh, Drew Anderson Our attorney And it looks like June 2nd and June 3rd Is the day that we have Um uh, Does that sound good
10: to you?
14: Absolutely, yes. Um, I can't wait then because I heard that some of the guys, you know, up there may be like a little little, little bitty tiny bit of jealousy there for what the girls will be doing up there. So maybe we can get them to even step up even harder. That's what I want to (laughs) do. Definitely. (laughs) So we're coming
8: into uh, our big show, Honor and Legacy, coming up in a couple weeks and actually Honor and Legacy Show is, is on my birthday, always is. So it's my birthday show. So at that time, uh, I am actually turning the reins of RCW over to my sons, and they are the ones that are excited about bringing the women's division to RCW. Not that I'm not excited about it, but <laughs> I got four sons. I got four sons. And, uh,
2: I got they four have older brothers, up,
14: yeah.
8: Okay, they've been brought up in the business and one's a referee, one's learning to promotion because I don't want him to wrestle, other one does all of our stage lighting and sound, and the other one has wrestled. Plus, I got a great crew of family backing as far as wrestlers, Chris Riot and some other guys, and the women's division is going to be something very, very hard that we're going to be promoting, not just in the Illinois area, but as I said, I'm getting my Missouri license as well to go to some of the old towns that I used to run a long time ago. So we're looking well, forward that, to your fantasy. That's for sure.
14: That sounds awesome. I'm looking forward to it. I really am. Uh, there you it. have, it have like it, you've got a great federation you're running there.
10: Yes. Well, we're doing I, pretty I am ex- good. Go ahead. Go ahead I'm excited. Ahead. To,
4: I am excited to be coming down there on May the 5th. Um, you know, I'll I'll reveal this quickly. Uh, We did have plans to bring in the ladies May the 5th, but because RCW Honor and Legacy is such a big event, there's actually going to be 100 people there from RCW's past, present, and future. Um, So we didn't want to take the focus away from the girls. And I, I had a discussion with Frank, and I said, let's just hold off on them for another month to where we can really put the focus on them and give them a chance to shine. Absolutely. Definitely, and it
8: was a great idea, Sean, you because I don't want to take any of the spotlight away from the ladies because this is what we're doing it for. And once again, it's a big event on May the 5th, and once again, I didn't want the late You know, honestly, though, Sean Fantasy probably would have stole the show just being there, you know, and the guys would have <laughs> forgot about everybody else and just been looking at talking yeah. to her. I mean, come on. Well,
2: oh. well,
3: hey. Yeah, you know, I mean, some, <laughs> you know. Sometimes, sometimes we do hear, what do you mean you only have one ladies' night a month? What's that all about? Why don't we have ladies on all the time? And he's right. It's not because we don't want you yeah, all the time. Come on, please. Because seriously, if there's no ladies here, it's nothing but a bag of dicks. And a bag of dicks is okay every once in a while, but you don't want it all the time. Okay? So right. I will want more. I, I'll, I'll take any lady content I can have. All right? Okay, that didn't sound right, but all right. And it was so you are
14: really ladies, I love ladies, tonight, Katie. Hey, it's wrestling, you know?
3: <laughs> hey, it's, it's called... Too much coffee today. <laughs> you, you know that joined by,
4: oh, yeah. by a guy that yeah. knows fantasy really well. Uh, please welcome wait, to the wait, show gonna... Paul Eubanks.
6: Oh, Paul. Uncle Paul.
2: Where is hey. hey. he at? Where's
0: he I'm here. I'm here. Yay. <laughs> hey. Yay. Friend, Hannah, How are you, from sir? I'm New
3: Orleans. <laughs> yeah, home from New Orleans. Tell
4: them all about
3: New Orleans. How
4: many boobies did you see? Well, hold on, hold on, Katie. I want Frank (laughs) I want Paul to tell Frank all about Fantasy and Crystal Fire, because he was the one that saw and called this match on commentary. And that's what uh, Frank has signed for June second and June third is uh, fantasy against Crystal Fire.
12: What's your thoughts and comments, Paul? I don't know the date. Uh, I believe she is going to be booked on June the 2nd. I'm not for sure you'd have to talk to her. This is just a talk okay. to another promoter. But yeah, let me tell you something. If you have the chance to get them on a show, do it. Do it. I assure you, they're going to wrestle better and put on a better show than half your locker room. That's right. Thank you. Boy, that's going to stir
8: up the crowd, isn't it? Well, I
12: mean, <laughs> the truth, you know. I'm, mean, uh, I've watched them both work. Here, fantasy Paul, work
2: you,
12: in, uh, can we little, up You're a in bit and out,
2: Paul. Hold on.
12: Oh, Is that better?
4: Yes, that's much better. All right, you're going, yeah.
12: Okay, hang on. Let me you're turn do. it up on my end now.
6: Okay, now then.
12: Um, I had fantasy. Fantasy worked. Brent Banner down in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, you know, in an intergender match. Uh, and let me tell you, both of those ladies work just as well as men. Don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about your foot five, three 350-pound guys. I'm talking about <laughs> actual technical wrestling. Okay. Both of them did a great job. Can't wait to see them back, of course, as well as other lovely ladies on the uh, circuit as well. Lila Rose, who's in Japan right now. Uh, Ryan Nicole's in Japan. Um, but those two right there, let me tell you something. They put on one heck of a show every time that I have seen them. There is a natural distaste between them, um, which has led to some really, really good matches.
10: Thank you. Now, I just want to come up to, to
12: Canada. Canada I can't hear you. Oh,
3: come to Canada. Come to Canada, please. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just said I, All I said
9: is I want to see her come to Canada Oh, he wants to see uh, Fantasy
2: Yes, yes,
1: yes
14: well,
12: I'm sure if you can I'm sure if you can get a promoter up there To book them and pay them That they'll be up there Oh yes, I'd love Absolutely.
2: to i love Absolutely. to, yeah um, get I want to go as far as
14: I can See everything that I can So that would yeah. be great
4: well and Canada is a nice place to work fantasy. We've got a lot oh, it's of friends a great and place to work. Got a lot of friends <laughs> and uh awesome. uh promoters up there and they do some great stuff up in Canada and you know, there's wrestling going on everywhere that is just flourishing and blooming. Uh, you
12: saw the uh
4: hardcore match with Fantasy and Crystal Fire down at MSWA. What was that like?
12: Uh, the hardcore match, let me tell you, uh, surprisingly, uh, being the announcer, it was time for me to get out of the ring very quickly. Uh, you can naturally feel as soon as you literally, as soon as most ladies get in the ring or even before, uh, that the tension between them was very great. So when it came down to a hardcore extreme rules match, it's on pay-per-view right now via WrestleTopia. Um, you know, it was amazing. It was amazing, you know. Uh, these girls We're didn't hold any punches back. Uh, you know, and I heard just a little bit about, you know, just a moment ago, why haven't ladies done this or why haven't ladies done that? You know, it's a whole new day and time, and just like everything else is changing, we change with the times. And that's just how
2: Absolutely. it is. Absolutely.
12: Yes. So, now, well, some, I know. Some, some promoters... Some promoters I've been at some wrestling shows. Is Rick still on here?
4: Rick had to go. He had a blood sugar issue. Uh, Rick, if yeah, you're okay. uh,
12: listening, please get better.
4: And if you can call in to the remainder of the show, we'd appreciate it. But if we can't, we if you can't, we understand. Please um, do. Yeah. I
12: watched I watched the girls down there on a, a few of his shows, and let me tell you, uh, here again, Fantasy did a great job. Mallow Rose did a great job. Uh, Ronnie Nicole's done a, fiery done a great job. Crystal Fire done a great job. Ono yeah. great, 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 little worker. She has a little bun in the oven right now, but I'm sure I can you do, any time? do any time. Do any time.
14: Yes, any time, um, yeah.
12: And we'll have a little miniature barefoot badass run around.
2: <laughs> 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 uh,
12: I mean, you have to meet Katie and Matt to really understand that
2: remark, okay? I promise yep. you. Uh, yeah,
14: uh, I've known Matt know. 16 years, so, yeah, absolutely. And he's never, he's never, ever wore shoes, ever.
3: you gotta, you got to meet Miss Katie. I hate shoes, too. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, I, Katie, love, I love buying them. I wear them when I have <laughs> to wear them, but if I had my choice, I'd be running around barefoot everywhere to the store, to everywhere, man. Line... line line the streets with bubble wrap or comfy, comfy carpet of some <laughs> sort, and I'll be no, right. forever.
4: Now, uh, I don't want to interrupt anybody, but I do want and to I'm ask you a question. J.D., is some is women's wrestling that you get something, uh, something you get behind and really try to heavily promote when you can? Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, like, say I, yeah I, can, I
0: can, you know, and it's a sport for a new, you know, just. You know, just run some more and then like I say then for more
14: promoting shows,
4: more yeah. other shows. Yeah. So. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um so, yeah. well fantasy, uh you'll have to check your schedule and make sure that you are not double booked uh for June the second June the third. And we will see you at hopefully at R C W on June the second and June the third against Crystal Fire. It'll be a double shot weekend for R C W. June the second and June the third. Uh, Frank is that Litchfield and Quincy, or are those going to be different towns.
8: It's going to be Litchfield and probably be going back to Pocahontas, and that's Gretchen Wilson's hometown. Here for the party. There oh, you go. Oh,
3: Gretchen Wilson, yum yum. I love <laughs> yep, yep, Gretchen Wilson. Yep. Yep. Uh, fantasy I, was I, I,
8: I, real good there. Uh, yeah, check your schedule and let's uh, let's let's double check on that fantasy as soon as we can.
14: Okay. Unless I will. I, I I didn't know if uh, the June second for Rockwood was still a go because of the female that um they needed me to work. So, uh, oh well. Yeah. Let's so, find I, out, so I. So I if, guess.
12: If, if, if there is if Paul's something, got maybe female, can...
14: then I have to represent them there. Out, I am
12: please, the whatever in. you do, get Fantasy and Crystal Fire or Katie Ono on the show up there. You won't be disappointed. Just don't. Uh, You know, do it on what I'm running, and we're okay.
2: (laughs) There you go. There you go. There you go.
12: All right. All
2: right. Uh,
4: You know, there's some great wrestling. We're going to take the next uh, 30 minutes because we've let everybody promote their stuff, and we'll see Fantasy uh, on June the 2nd and June the 3rd. More than likely at RCW, she's going to check her schedule. Uh, Paul, if I double-booked her.
12: And no. I she know she knows I don't necessarily handle the Tennessee booking scene someone else does. Uh-huh. Um we're, te- we're taking May off. Uh to right. get some things done and the tra- uh the transformation over from MSWA back to Central All Star. So right. coming back in here and there again. I know Wildcat Wendell Cooley uh will be taking on Cadillac Stephen Burns. In the main event, I don't know the rest of the card. I do know. Well, it sounds Adam like Brody. a great
4: show. Hopefully, See. we didn't double book fantasy, and she can make it up here for Illinois. I know she's been in Tennessee a lot. We'd really like to have her up here and get her get her accustomed to some Illinois fans. Uh, well, like she, I like I apologize if we for we double him. book. No, 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 no,
12: no. It's no, it's no big deal. If she knows enough in advance, I'm sure things will be worked around. That's not a big deal. All right. Just
4: check a little something real quick that she's going to, and I think Rob's going to it, too, that they can talk about something uh, in the month of June coming to Canada in the Toronto area.
3: Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. You don't even know. Um, I know why I'm drooling about it. I don't know about Rob. Rob, you're going to help me out here? And i am going to tell you, uh, if anybody... Listens to this podcast often enough, you know darn well my favorite wrestler of all time, the very first wrestler I ever heard about, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, will be in Toronto. Oh, you know, okay, you don't even know. Okay, I'm like, I'm gonna have to concentrate real hard in that his leg. But yeah, um, he'll be here June 16th. Meet, greet, we get to meet him, greet him, eat with him, talk with him, have drinks with him, and rob. Elaborate, please, because I'm too excited to talk about it anymore.
9: <laughs> okay, so okay, so to, the the lowdown on everything here: um, Greek Town Wrestling is run by uh, a couple of young guys named Trent Gibson and Jane Becker, known as the Frat Boys. Um, they every they've done a lot of uh, promotions down in the states. I, I can't remember which promotion but they've done a lot of stuff down in the states as well um and they run this promotion called Greet Town it's up here in Toronto in what is known as the Greektown Town area along with Danforth yes. and good food.
3: so good food
9: it really is so yeah. uh tickets are available at Detroit Eatery um at Chester and uh, Danforth there for anyone in Toronto you can look it up it'll I'm sure you'll find it um but uh yeah, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat's coming and meet and greet and then a full card of high impact, solid wrestling that that keeps the fans on their feet from beginning to end. Um yeah, that that that's what's going on there. And anyone who needs tickets, my name is Rob Gosling. Look me up on Facebook. You'll know, there's a picture of me in a refing outfit. And uh, inbox me, and I
1: can uh, get you the details on tickets. Oh, there yeah. you go, oh, folks. Guys, oh, yeah. I, I, we'll hate, to, I hate to do this. I hate to interrupt this with uh, more bad news. We thought that. Uh,
3: oh no!
2: Oh, we'd God, already no. had
1: we'd already had it Another with uh, with
2: Bruno oh, today. God,
1: but uh, no. unfortunately, I just got word that uh, legendary uh, wrestler and manager Paul Jones also passed away today. Oh, all wow, right,
2: folks, we're going to take fill 30 me seconds. In? Wait, wait,
3: wait. Can you give me a second? Can you fill me in on exactly who he is, please?
1: Okay.
12: Paul Jones you're, was you're a... You're uh, me, right?
3: You're no, kidding me. no, no, no. Uh, I, I'm I'm, oh, can, I'm Canadian. Right. I didn't have much access as a young child. I'm sorry. Ah, uh,
12: okay. Yes, Our um, access was limited.
3: We were lucky Tell her we real quick so I
2: can get to this clip. Say okay. it real quick.
4: well well
1: paul was uh, probably most well known in the uh mid- atlantic area um working for uh, jim crockett he was okay. he was a he um you know, uh, managed quite a few of the stars he also did uh wind up going to uh world championship uh wrestling and uh had, and had quite um well I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna get you a list because I mean he was all over from Florida and uh throughout uh, throughout the uh um, southern
4: area and that. Alright, so um, if you get that list, we're gonna play the split. Yeah. going to talk to a man now that has probably worked with Paul Jones, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome to the back to the program, Crusher Kanoff.
7: Hey guys, hey everybody, doing?
4: Crusher, are you feeling better? I don't welcome want you back, here darling. if
7: you're not how feeling you up to
6: it. Wait, are you um, high or low? Um,
7: What's I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit shaky, but uh, I think I'll be okay.
2: okay. okay. It, were your exactly. levels high or low?
7: It was, it wasn't really high, but I've been. Dealing with okay. this for the past couple of months, and it's been really, really high.
4: So, well, we're glad that you're here, and we're glad that you're feeling better. This is Crusher Kanov from Jim Crockett Promotions and WCW. Another legend joining us here tonight, and a man that uh, definitely knows a thing or two about promoting good wrestling. Um, we're the Paul Jones thing here in a second, but real quickly, Crusher, would you tell our good friend Frank Root about the matches you had between Fantasy and Crystal Fire?
7: Um, I've had a Fantasy on my show before. I first, I uh, saw Fantasy at the Paul Eubank's show, and and uh, when he ran with, uh, Callaway, Florida Central All Star Wrestling, and quite a few of the, the talent that was on his show, I. Had on my show back in September, as fantasy was one of those excellent female wrestler. Was trained to be wrestled like a guy. Wrestles like a guy. Puts a lot of guys to shame in the ring, where where a lot of guys that know her don't want to follow her after her match because that's how good she actually is in the ring.
2: Mm -hmm.
7: Mm-hmm. Good. I know of Crystal Fire. I know of Crystal Fire, but I have never had her on my show. I've I've seen video of her. Both of these women can get down nitty gritty. Um, I saw a clip that uh Mid South um wrestling association did back a few months ago. They did an extreme wrestling show and these two women had a hardcore match which put a lot of men men to shame. So if there's any promotion out there that are looking for good, hard-hitting female talent that can actually work and not, you know, or TNA, you know, the african A good, solid
12: match.
7: A good, solid match, yes, yes, Paul, good, solid match. These are the two women I would put on any of my shows. I would recommend them to anybody.
10: Wow, good to hear it.
4: Now, now, Crusher. Did you know Paul Jones? Did you get to work with him?
7: Um, I grew when I was a wrestling fan. He was he wrestled here in Florida and then and went back up to the Mid Atlantic area. Wrestled there. Then he came down for a brief time in I would say around eighty two, eighty three, and he wrestled under a hood because he was always called Number One Paul Jones. And right. he did a, a gimmick called Mr. Yeah. Florida, feuded with uh, the late great uh, Scott Irwin. Scott Irwin was a super de- destroyer. They had yeah. amazing feuds here in Florida. I would go to the that Jacksonville, old Jacksonville Coliseum, and watch them as a youngster, and dreaming that you know one day I would want to be a professional wrestler. And after I got out of high school, I started training in '84 or wrestling, and I met Paul when I went up to when I was wrestling the Florida Championship Wrestling. Uh, Jim Crockett Promotions bought out uh, the Florida territory, and that when we Steve would do. Was,
12: Rick, is that when Steve Kern was running it?
7: Um, Steve Mike was still Mike was running it. Uh, Kevin Sullivan was the booker.
12: Okay, right, I know where you. I know the era now. I know where you're talking about.
7: This was a. This was like 86, 87, 87 is when when Crockett bought them out, right. and they would do TV tapings on Wednesday mornings. When Crockett bought them out, they'd switch from Wednesday mornings to Wednesday evenings. And the first time out the gate, Crockett sent all his his guys down, and Paul Jones was one of the guys, and I got to meet Paul. And by that time, they started forming a tag team with with uh, Manny Fernandez and 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 Ravishing Rick Rude. He he managed a lot of other other guys around that time period, but his, his later you know was uh, with Manny Fernandez and, and Rick Rude. Really nice guy, really polite. You know, treated me with respect, which in this wrestling business, if you treat guys with respect. You would get treated backward respect,
2: and That's right. being an
7: uh, old old school guy, coming yeah. up the in the, the the way of watching these guys, looking you know had the magazines, watch the videos of them, you know about the VHR tapes and and stuff, watching them on TV, and that I respected everybody that came before okay. me, got in the ring, respected them in the ring. Because a lot of guys would back in the day, and Paul Paul can testify to this. A lot of guys back in the day, well, did, did, we called were called jobbers. I I don't mind that word. I, that's a badge I wear with pride because my Amen. job was to put the guys over on TV. But a lot of these guys would freeze up like a deer in the head, caught in the headlights, and then you would just get massacred. Well, I let him know from day one that you know, hey, you want to rib me and you know, poke, you poke fun at me? Fun at me. I'm going to rib gonna you and poke you fun on back, back, at, back at you. You know, so you know. so.
5: I didn't really have
7: too much problem. Absolutely, was a really nice guy. But you know, I'm I'm shocked to hear that. You know, he passed away also. And I was talking to a promoter friend of mine. Paul knows Paul knows this guy Jerry Stevens. And we were talking about Bruno Martino this afternoon, and he said all the old guys that are in the business are fading out, which yeah. is true. You go back and look at it, 10 years ago, you know, you did, this wasn't happening. It was you. It was the, the younger guys in the business with the drugs and the alcohol and the everything else, That's you right. know, were dropping off like flies, and the, the older guys were still around, but now... The older guys are fading out, and I shared this with you guys before. You know, I like to listen to the stories of how these guys did business and the road trips and all that. Once these guys are all gone, those stories are gone forever, unless yep. you can get them on on, on DVD. Or and you these
4: younger guys today don't understand that. Back, download it. Downloaded at a later date, and and uh, you know. Listen to it at a later date. Uh, we did, We had a night where Ox Baker was literally in his hospital bed, and he called into yep. the program.
3: Right. Yeah, he just he got gone. surgery. Not make him. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to
1: him. talk to people. He wanted, he talk wanted to, to talk to people.
3: Yeah, I, like I tried hard not to make him days, laugh. So a
4: couple yeah. days, maybe a <laughs> week later, he was gone, and it was it was sad. The yeah. other one that we had like that was uh, Axel Rotten. Uh, uh, had,
6: um,
3: Mad Dog Sean too.
4: We didn't have... No,
3: I've, it was the, it, his partner.
4: He was going to start. It was his
3: partner. I always get them mixed up. Help me. Okay, fine. Don't, don't help me.
4: No. No, we I had Axel Rotten me. on... And uh, we were supposed to have him back, and the day that we had him back, I got the news that he died, and it, yeah. it was it yeah. was devastating. Yeah, we, you know? yeah, like, we well. had had, yeah, yeah we
6: had
1: yeah we had him on we had him on the uh, we had him on the night that uh, Hack Myers passed away, and then the na- yeah and then and then the night when we were supposed to uh, have have him on as a the guest, then you know. That's that's when we lost him, which was like, literal literally a month to the day after uh,
4: after Hack died.
13: So, and the and sad
10: thing about
4: today is today is the year to the day that we lost Manowei. Yeah, I found that
1: on my Instagram, and I'm like, no, you, you, you can't be serious. I mean, this is all just so falling into these. Like Dominoes and I'm just, you know and you know it's it's rough guys. It's 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 really rough because I mean, you know while there's while I didn't work with any of these guys, I obviously grew up, you know watching watching them and that and just you know to you know have these you know, have these news Flashes popping you know i mean you know cuz it's like you know i i'm not i'm not a believer in coincidence but it was it was very strange that uh, last night we aired the Jim Cornette clip about uh, um Johnny Valiant and in that clip Jim talked about when Johnny first came into the Midwest and he and Jimmy fought for the WWA tag team titles and who were the champions at the time, Dick, the bruiser and Bruno San Martino. So, oh, wow. yeah. 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 So, so we play that last night and then this morning we get the news on Bruno and you know, yep. and now this is just, and this is just breaking Too now about leaving. Paul. Too you're know,
3: leaving us um, many.
1: Um Mike Mooneyham has a uh you know, the wrestling writer for uh, the Post and Courier. Um has a uh, great uh, article that uh, he just posted up. So, uh you might want to go ahead and check that out that uh gives a lot of Paul's history. And Absolutely.
4: Um, uh
7: it's, it's really never easy when you hear about a, a fellow wrestler, brother of the ring, passing away. I
2: don't uh, care. We're, gonna, we're not going to
4: light things up. I'm going to let Crusher take a moment. There was a wrestler that Paul and Frank, or I'm sorry, Paul and Crusher know that has fallen fallen ill, and we want to send a shout-out to him. Uh, he was on his way to becoming the next AIWF World Headspace Champion. Oh,
3: What's up now? What happened?
7: Um, the the wrestler's name is uh, Scotty Bullwinkle. He back in okay. October yes. at uh, a Rage, Rage in the Cage two, he became the okay. f- very first AIWF National Heavyweight Champion, and he's still the current champion right now. He uh, went into the hospital uh, this past Saturday, and uh, he was in there for for something with his with his stomach, I believe. And they put him on antibiotics and stuff and he was gonna be released uh Monday uh morning and friend went to go pick him up. He got out of out of bed, already dressed and everything. And he stood up and he goes, Ow, this doesn't feel good and all of a sudden his friend said his face just turned white. And then he collapsed on the floor And they had to take him in for emergency surgery Um, It was life-threatening surgery Right now he's in the hospital They don't know it's touch oh, and go um, So he's going yeah. to be in the hospital for the next couple of weeks And yeah. I think the next 72 hours are going to be the most crucial part of it um, but a lot of people been contacting and asking me what it was, what it was about, and I said, out of privacy and respect for for Scotty, I I'm not gonna talk about it without right. his permission. Right. But, uh, it, was, it was very serious. We don't know how it's gonna turn out right now. I'd like to give a shout out to him. Hope you know prayers and. positive vibes go out to him and his family a lot of us don't even know if he really has any other family except for the wrestling guys Um, Mm. I've known him for over 10 years I met him when he first started wrestling in the business as a young kid Um, Paul Paul knows him Um, he goes by the Irish Thug Scotty Bullwinkle that's not a gimmick He's been in and out of the system almost all of his life. Um, he's very hardcore trained wrestler. To
12: wrestle.
7: Yeah, trained a wrestler under Tommy Rich. Yeah, he was trained under N W A former NWA world champion Tommy Rich. Um, he's he's a brawler. Um nicest guy in the world, would do anything for you. He's probably done more benefit shows for other people than I can think of, of a lot of people. And he was supposed to have be defending his title next Saturday night in Milan, Georgia, but unfortunately with the incident that's going on right now, we don't know what's gonna happen. If he'll ever return back to the wrestling, do wrestling again. Um, mm, but wow. we're uh promoter Jerry Stevens of Georgia Wrestling Extreme. AIW affiliate, along with me and Paul, is going to be doing a benefit show for them on May 12th in Milan,
4: Georgia. So. Absol- that's excellent. Wow. All right, Katie's got a quick shout out. She wants send out well, to right. things
3: up. All right, I'd, I'd like to give a little well wishes out to my friend Ashley's uncle Jack. He's uh, having heart complications, and they're talking to, they're talking dementia as well. And uh, this is her favorite uncle. A favorite for Everett. So, yeah. We're thinking of you, Uncle Jack. No worries. We got ya.
4: All right. Uh, I want to talk about something real quick before we get real re-rolling. Uh, there are three benefits happening in Illinois this weekend. One is being held by a good friend that's still with us, Frank Root, with Rampage Championship Wrestling uh, in Pontoon Beach, Illinois. The other one is... Being held by our friends at Midwest Impact Pro with Tracy Smothers, Jerry Lynn, Bobby Eaton, and all the stars of Midwest Impact Pro. A uh, portion of the proceeds from this event will go to the Optimus Memorial Pool in Havana, Illinois. And then also this Saturday night in Princeton, Illinois, is Demolition and Honky Tonk Man. And those are all three benefit events for worthy causes. Wicked. Um, uh, we're going to go to, uh, uh, my friend now, who's going to promote another event that's going on this weekend. Uh, PWA could not be here tonight, but they have gone ahead and sent this individual to the program, the Mad Conservative Crime Fighter.
2: Hello,
13: everyone. Seems there's hey, been a lot of breaking news this past week.
2: Yes, but yeah, I will get the show first
13: before I mention the two pieces of break other breaking news that happened in the last few days. Uh, Pinnacle Wrestling Association will be returning to the Eighth Street Gym at 1401 North Eighth Street in Springfield, Illinois, on Saturday, April the 21st. Seven dollars for kids six to twelve. Ten dollars for adults. Kids five and under free. Doors open six thirty p.m. Seven p.m. bell time. So far, the announced matches are: uh, Derek Moss will be taking on Truck Thompson. If Derek Moss wins, he will be facing somebody that he really wants to get his hands on, who's been causing him so much grief this uh, season at EWA.
2: Uh, Derek (laughs) Moss
13: will be taking on Truck Thompson. If Moss wins, he will be facing the president. Of Pitfall Wrestling Association at Grand Wrestling
11: Spectacle 8.
13: The other announced matchup is uh, Brian Ely will be taking on the Mississippi Madman in a grudge match. Uh, kind of bizarre that Ely uh, decided to attack uh, Madman after he had just lost to uh, the champion Casey Jackson, of which KC was like challenging anybody in the locker room, and Madman was the facing him at the moment. Ely came out. Hey Sean, Katie, off.
12: I have to interrupt for just a minute. Go ahead.
13: Oh.
12: Yeah, go ahead, Paul. I've got to get out of here. I've got to be on a plane at midnight in New Orleans. That's uh, fine. All right. Uh, all right. I have to me. say thank you for all everything, right, and I will Paolo. be back next week. Okay, you guys take care okay. of yourself.
7: Thank you. You got it, Paul. I'll Thanks. Talk to you in a little much All right, good luck,
12: everybody. Call. I'll talk to you soon. All right. You bye-bye. got it, All
3: right.
13: Night, Uncle Paul. Go ahead, friend uh, fighter. Um, for in action, uh, the carnival, uh, Ed Tutte Incorporated, uh, Jake Lander, uh, Harley, and some other folks. Uh, the rest of the card has not been fully confirmed yet, so I cannot uh, announce any more matches. With that out of the way... Um, Sean forgot to talk about it. last night. The major news in the Midwest Uh-oh. is the closure, the sudden ceasing of operations of National Wrestling League.
2: Yeah, Just oh two
13: days before they were to run the event at the, uh, their performance and training center in North Kansas City. So then Major Bleston posted out a statement saying that, uh, He must announce that effective on the 12th, NWL all Operations. It has been my privilege to work with incredibly talented women and men who have contributed to NWL. Everyone one at NWL was committed to making this promotion successful. Their efforts and determination have allowed us to grow from a laughing stock within the industry to a promotion that aired in five markets, gained millions of video views, earned tens of thousands of followers, and drew thousands of fans to our events. Their hard work have made an impact in the world of professional wrestling and I hope they all go on to achieve the success they deserve I thank each and every one of our fans all of us were honored by your passion for professional wrestling in the NWL at the onset of this endeavor I wanted to create a wrestling promotion that fans would believe in wrestlers would be proud to work for and one day would become a mainstay in the world of professional wrestling I believe we accomplished the first two goals unfortunately at the onset of this endeavor I was also overconfident, stubborn, and made mistakes. As a result, we were not able to see this dream to a full
2: fruition. Um, uh, again, I
13: thank all of you who made the NWL. I hope you all continue to believe Major Weston. With the
6: closing shortly thereafter,
13: the uh, of the to St. Louis Anarchy and yes. Chris Gal of Metro Pro Wrestling have announced that they are going to be reopening their promotions.
2: St. Yes. Louis,
13: yes. Louis Anarchy... Anarchy has announced their return. Event will be on July the 13th. Circus Maximus, uh, Metro Wrestling has not announced the return date as of yet. As to why NWAL closed, it's unknown what caused what caused it or what was the scrum uh, that broke the camel's back. But uh, it's possible that it was done for financial reasons and right. the wrestlers were associated. With National Wrestling League, some of which had exclusive contracts with the organization, are now available for bookings. And we expect to see some familiar faces back in the Midwest wrestling scene soon. That is not under the NWL umbrella. Correct. Comment from...
4: One of, the, one of the ones that uh, was signed with NWL that I tried to bring to Wrestle Wars was Dirty J. Uh Frank, I don't know if you've seen this guy's work. But I mean, he reminds me of yep. uh, God, it's hard to play. He's like a mix of Dick Brody. Uh, not Dirty Dick Dirty Brody. Dirty uh, Jordan is who you're <laughs> trying to say. Yep. He's a mix of Bruiser Brody and Holy. definitely out,
2: somebody else.
4: That'll be definitely something that. Uh, okay, I Sean, I can Frank barely
2: hear you.
4: For RCW. Oh.
3: There you go. Yeah. Yep. And Garbol,
4: yep. to start
3: over, yep. Talking to your microphone, sweetheart. Uh, de-
4: Come I definitely think third in RCW. I think that uh, he would be a great uh, talent uh, um, to add to the roster. And the thing about it is, now that the sons are taking over, Frank, there's going to be a lot of fresh faces in RCW. So. Uh, yeah, the
8: boys, the boys are going to make a lot of changes. Uh, Dan's still going to be behind the scenes booking new venues and that. But uh, as far as uh, the shows and that, I'm going to turn the reins over to the young boys. So we're going to see what they
4: can do. But I'm going to still be out uh, looking for more venues. And I got about four or five of them lined up already. There you go. Now, Crime Fighter, you had another piece of news. And this comes in the controversy. And the Sean uh, Ruffin controversy.
13: New information that was posted. Um, a video came out posted by a. I guess we're just going to. He's only known as the Drama Lama of Truth. They analyzed the whole Moses Malone, Michael Elgin situation, posted a video um, containing. Um, Basically, a lot of screenshots and his own analysis of the whole situation. Um, mm-hmm. The website, I've also posted uh, Moses Malone's legal response to the Elgin lawsuit, which I've been looking for but couldn't find. I'm glad that this uh, individual put it, found it and put it together, or I got it online for me to read through. Um, he also assembled a number of screenshots and that... Of Malone's communications back and forth with um John Orleans and Michael Elgin, and predictably so, the coverage that he gave to Malone didn't go her way and uh, she is openly trashing the site and her follow and her followers are basically uh-huh. following anybody who's following Lama of La the truth on twitter and Huh. I invite you to go read it on DramaLlamaOfTruth dot com. Uh,
2: Strap on under, your sandals
13: um, and board your drama llama.
2: <laughs> Sorry.
13: Sorry. Pull down the tab that says on Scams." It's Moe, Orleans, Elgin, and just, um, read through it all. All this came out to. All this was discovered tonight, and while I've been listening to this broadcast, I've been reading through all this information, and looks like it's I have to do. I'm
2: um, still. Looks like I'm going to have to
13: put together another O'Reilly Factor type episode to cover all this.
4: Yeah, because you've got to cover the NWL closing. You've got to cover the closing of uh, or this situation, and you've got to cover the closing. We have it confirmed now, uh, at least from our sources that powerhouse wrestling is no longer in existence. Uh, they lasted from 1993 to no- 2017. Promoter Tim Miles tried to damn this to make operations First A man that lasted three decades wrestling business promoting, like I said, 1993 to 2017. That is three decades that he promoted it, and uh, it's sad to see it Um, I did did not wish this upon any of of my enemies or competitors, um, but we have it confirmed now that he has sold the ring, he has sold the name, he has sold the belt, and there will be a new promotion taking its place called Powerhouse Wrestling Extreme. probably know it this time. I don't know where they're running, uh, but I'll bring you the news on that when I know it. So, unfortunately, another great promoter, but... I'll give Tim credit where it's due. Twenty-four years promoting, uh, not consistently. Uh, he did have to take some time off here and there, but twenty-four years of powerhouse. Uh, that's
13: and he was inducted into the Central Illinois Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame two years ago.
2: <laughs> you know, do, do you
8: the- do you do you fellas know back that back in in the eighties he wrestled as a Russian? In, 1988, yes. in yes. 1988, he wrestled as Vladimir Romanov. He was yes. in my front yard at midnight singing the Russian national anthem as the Ferguson Police Department came and told him if he didn't knock it off, they were going to arrest him. <laughs> <laughs> true, true story. True story in my front yard in Ferguson, Missouri, where I lived at the time, 1988.
4: Oh, that's, that's hilarious stuff. Oh, we've lost Frank. Hopefully, he'll call back before the cutoff. Folks, you have five minutes Aww, left.
3: Oh, Frank.
4: Yeah, at, five minutes left. Uh, there. Yeah,
3: eight,
4: nine, three, seven, one yeah nine. If Frank's you do not call might. in within, if you do not call in with
3: five minutes too late, too late will be the cry. The show with the after party has passed you by.
4: Uh, Frank will try to get back, I'm sure, if his phone's not dead. He's been with us all this time, and I want to thank him for that. But he brought some big announcements uh, tonight on this program from the sounds of things right now, it's going to be war versus sin versus pretty boy Floyd on for, at honor and may honor and legacy May the 5th and the RCW championship will be on the line. If that's the match that does happen. And then we've got it uh, confirmed June, the second and June, the third uh, June 2nd, we've got to check the fantasy schedule, uh, but I believe she's going to be free to us. So June 2nd and June 3rd, in two different towns it's going to be Pocahontas and Litchfield Illinois it'll be fantasy versus crystal fire and folks i tell you what WrestleTopia.com, there's a pay-per-view there if you type in crystal fire versus fantasy you will find the pay-per-view i believe it's 9.99 buy it watch it look these two um, it's it's worth the money and promoters that are out there that are looking for email to add these two are definitely exceptional uh, to add.
11: Let me just the I don't a What is that? that? Sounds somebody's, like corny going on.
1: Somebody's playing a promo. <laughs>
4: uh, hey, hey, guys. I to um, to you Thoughts or comments Hey,
1: guys, hold on. Rick, Rick, Rick's, Rick's
4: trying to talk
1: here. Yeah, go ahead, Rick. Okay. Hey
7: guys, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to cut out. Um I'll try calling back next next week. Okay. Rick. Um I just wanna give a quick shout out and and say, you know, give my condolences to the family and friends of Bruno San Martino and number one Paul Jones. Also like to give a shout out to my friend uh Scotty Bullwinkle. He's in for the fight of his life. We hope that he pulls through. And, you know, that's that's all we can really do. But I appreciate, you know, guys having me on and, have, you know, call back and everything and be able to get back on and, you know, talk a little bit about what's going on. You guys take care, and I'll talk with you guys later
4: on. All right. Thank you, you very much, Gresham. We'll take talk care, to you brother. hopefully next week. Thanks all for right.
3: coming out. It's been a pleasure.
4: Uh, J.D., I've kept you a little quiet tonight, and I didn't mean to. Yeah. I know this is kind of the, uh, one of the first yeah, yeah, yeah. podcasts yeah. you've done. How did you enjoy it?
0: I enjoyed it, and I uh, enjoy it a lot listening, and I uh, wanted to uh, say the, uh, sorry to, for, for the family of Paul Jones and Bruno, and uh, much respect. And then April 28th, um, I'm going to dedicate the legends that are still here and that passed away so the match is dedicated to the legend that has gone and is still here. So um, I enjoyed it. So
4: I'm just here to I, I, and I appreciate so. you doing that because there's not a lot of promoters that would do that. Um, there, yeah. was, there was a show that I did that I personally, it, it wasn't the company that did it, but I personally dedicated the show to Bam Bam Bigelow because the week of the show, we had lost Bam yeah. Bam, and I said, well, this can't go unnoticed. I said, this is a man
2: that yeah. was super yeah. kind, yeah. and, and yeah. you know,
4: uh, Bam, Bam Bam, we do have some news on that. I We forgot to break this last night, but it is looking, because uh, WrestleMania will be in New Jersey next year, it is looking like they are going to put um, Bam Bam Bigelow into the Hall of Fame, which I'm very excited about, because I got to meet Bam Bam back in 2002, and he had lost some weight, but he was he could still do the cartwheels and move. Awesome. And I think if anybody is deserving of being in the WWE Hall of Fame, it's the beast from the east, Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, Frank, I don't know if you ever got to meet Bam Bam. I know you've been around a long time, but Bam Bam was certainly yeah, one of those guys.
3: Yeah,
8: he was. I did meet him on one occasion. That definitely did. And I'm sorry I lost you. Double K was right. Your phone only stays on for a couple hours.
10: <laughs> See? <laughs> Double K. Right. double K. I love that. Double K. Yeah, you got a new that. nickname. Double K. double K.
3: I am Double, double K. Chaotic <laughs> Katie.
4: Yes!
13: Crime um, <laughs> Fighters, are there
4: any other shows going on this weekend that I forgot about?
13: Uh, oh, let me see. Dynamo Pro Wrestling in St. Louis. at Concordia, Terrace Drin on the 21st. IWA Unlimited runs their weekly show in Noble, Illinois on Tuesday. Uh, Nui Pro in Terre Haute, Indiana, at the Rose Holman Rec Sports Center. Uh, you already mentioned Rumble for the Kids, RCW. Uh, I mentioned PWA, and you also mentioned SICW. Uh,
2: and MIP.
4: MIP. So yeah. they're all covered. If I miss Wrestling
13: one, I'm sorry. St. Louis, Missouri, at the so Scott it. Train Center on Monday night. It's Monday Night. Wah!
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, Monday
13: night, mother chuckers
3: yeah,
6: Can't and, and, be back. And, and, St. Louis night.
4: is going to see the Beast Brock Lesnar And it'll be interesting to see what they uh, have planned for him Obviously, they'll be hyping the Greatest Royal Rumble um, I am so sick of seeing Brock versus Roman it's, it's just putting a bad taste in my mouth at this point um, So I'm hoping that will do something different hopefully well soon. hopefully hopefully friday
1: will be the uh last encounter and yes it's a week from friday um at uh 12 at 12 noon eastern is uh when the live broadcast of the uh greatest royal rumble ever uh from saudi arabia will be uh happening uh, live on the uh, WWE network
4: now I want to talk about that for a minute just briefly um, there was the comedian that I watched that performed in Saudi Arabia years ago. and oh, we just lost JB. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, we loved having oh, you, JB. We'll
6: hope hear from you. I'll try to get back in touch after. with her.
4: I'll try to get back with her uh, and have her back next week to promote her show yeah. again. Um, I loved having her. She was very insightful. Yeah. Somebody that definitely knows her stuff. Um, you know, the thing about it is this. In Saudi Arabia years ago, you could not even have public comedy. They didn't allow it. Had to go out in a tent that they put up in the middle of the desert and do entertainment that way. Now that they have WWE coming, WWE probably paid a pretty penny to have this happen, but it's a public event. So something this huge going on in Saudi Arabia is a huge thing because... Saudi Arabia, and and another thing that a lot of people don't realize, I believe Saudi Arabia is still a segregation. What I mean by that is men have to be separate from the women at public events. Right, right. Um, so this it's is a Sharia law
13: thing. country.
4: Yeah. It's a huge thing for WWE. Um, I'm excited to see it. I know they've done some. Great work promoting over there, so that'll be good to see. And then uh, I believe TNA's pay-per-view is this weekend, Steve?
1: Um, yes, that is that is correct, this uh, Sunday night.
4: Uh, Redemption, it's going to be Austin Aries against two other guys, I forget. Cause, against against
1: uh, Phoenix and Pentagon Jr.
4: Yes, so that'll be a match and a half. Um, you'll definitely want to see that. Um, You know, tonight has been really, really great Uh, throughout all the bad news that we've had. I'd like to thank all the promoters that have come out and joined us, and uh, Crime Fighter and everybody, because this has been a tremendous night of exchanging stories and ideas. Oh, yeah, it's
2: been great. uh,
4: Yeah. You know, information. Um, Unfortunately, Midwest Impact Pro couldn't make it, but I did put over their show for them. Um, there is a training seminar going on this weekend in Havana. It's $35 to train with Jerry Lynn. Contact Midwest Impact Pro on Facebook for more details about that. If you're looking to be a professional wrestler and you're in Illinois and you missed the opportunity to train with Jerry Lynn, what? you're in it. Sorry. Because Jerry Lynn, Jerry Lynn is making a rare appearance in Illinois and uh, is one of the most phenomenal talents that I've ever met in my life. I met the man when he was 40, and he was in better shape at 40 than what most wrestlers are in their 20s. Yeah. And it was was just absolutely insane that he was able to go. I I saw him over at IWA Mid-South over in Indiana, and he went like 45 minutes. And I was like, how is this even possible? He's like 40. And it was just, it was breathtaking that he could still go. And that's, uh, I don't know if he'll be wrestling this weekend or not, but if if you're wanting training, definitely go out to Midwest Impact Pro and get some training. Um, professional wrestling is on fire this weekend. I literally posted on the Wrestling Authority Facebook page, Facebook page. I yeah. must have posted over 20 different events That are going on this weekend If you do not get out to a live event You are not a wrestling fan Because this is a weekend for wrestling I don't care yeah. I don't care if you live in Australia I don't care if you live in Mexico Find your local promotion Get your butt out there And support them Because I guarantee you there is some great wrestling going on And it's not just happening on your television
1: Exactly
4: Exactly. There you go. There I you mean, go. Uh, It's the truth of the matter. It, Sean. You said it. You said it. You you've got you've got RCW this weekend with their big benefit. You've got Rumble for the Kids this weekend with their big benefit. You've got um I'm drawing a blank at the other one. You've got uh Midwest Impact Midwest. Pro, another Midwest. huge benefit. Yep. Uh I mean, you've got you've got benefits going on that needs your help. Um, So if you're local to one of those, please go out and support that. Uh, You got SICW going on this weekend. You got Dynamo Pro going on over in Missouri this weekend. Brew City Wrestling is running this weekend in Milwaukee. There's uh, Water City Con, which is being done by ACW. It's going to have Ryback and a whole bunch of other legends. Uh, Heroes and Legends Wrestling is this Saturday night over in Fort Wayne, Indiana. RCW. Uh, In Indiana, that's Revolution Championship Wrestling, Frank, not to be confused with Rampage Championship Wrestling. RCW over in Indiana is running. Um, They've got some great talent. They've got a guy I wouldn't book, and that's Sammy Callahan, and we all know the reason I won't book him. Safe. Yeah. Um, You know, but if that's what you're into, you can go check him out. And like I said, there's some great shows going on this weekend. Get out and support one of them. That's what this show is for. We don't bring you these promoters and promotions just so you have something to listen to on Wednesday night. We actually want you to get up and get out to these promotions and support them, buy their merch and buy their DVDs. One of the big things coming soon to RCW (coughs) is more DVD sales. We're going to be focusing a little bit more on getting DVDs sold and DVDs produced that fans have the ability to buy down in Tennessee. Fans that may be fans of Crystal Fire and Fantasy will be able to see the match up here in Illinois because we'll be able to ship that DVD to them. There you go. There you go. Um, you know, Crime Fighter <laughs> might be making an appearance to, at RCD. Yeah, you never know. You
8: know, I've,
4: I've, I I've, I've put the
8: invitation to, uh, out there for God, it many times, many times.
6: By the way, how well, come think you've, these, I've, you? Know,
8: you I've never
1: sent got that.
13: Me big, big
1: show. Hold on, time out, time out. Crime fighters trying to talk. Go ahead, crimey.
13: By the way, Frank, you've never ever sent me any card results of these shows. Okay. come? Yeah, we we'll
8: Why don't you come to one of our shows? Alex? It's been what
13: five I can't years. Be everywhere, I can't be at. There, you know how I many promotions run? But I I'd like to get card results from all the promotions
9: in Okay, well,
13: Illinois. Oh,
4: well, we'll you the results Peter Crime Fighter too. starting this weekend. Uh, Frank, make sure you get me the results of this weekend, and I'll get them to Crime Fighter when when
13: the okay. show is done. All right,
8: I'll do that. I'll do that. But I'll do you one better. Now, Crime Fighter, you live up in the Springfield area, right? Oh, well, yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. I would not just give you a free ticket to come to the show. I'll pay your gas for you to come to one of our shows one time and see what it's all about. Because you haven't seen a show since, my God, Jerseyville almost 10 years ago.
2: Uh, and there yeah. you go,
13: right? Right? Yeah. Well, it's actually Litchfield.
8: Yep. Yeah. Do well, you, you haven't been at our Litchfield since our crowds are up to 400? Since I've been out working as a real promoter? Come on. Come on down sometime.
4: Oh, he'll he'll be coming, Frank. He's coming. I've asked him to come. He's going to be coming to film some select matches. I don't know if he's booked the first weekend of June or not, but I'm definitely going to have him try to come out and film Crystal Fire versus uh, Fantasy for us and air that on his uh, syndicated program. All and right, guys, that before
2: don't we head about off, Katie's
4: got to leave. So, Katie,
2: say you goodnight to
3: everybody. Okay. All right, everybody. You know, You know me. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for putting up with me, and thanks, guys. Seriously, thanks for being great in the in the green room, and you know, and being really (laughs) patient with me. No, because I have two percent hearing loss, so sometimes I got to ask you twice. Nobody gets frustrated anymore, but yeah, thanks for thanks for just being you guys. Thanks for thanks for me and thanks for thanks for putting up with my double entendres and other stuff like that tonight.
2: We love you, Taylor. Okay. We'll, we'll see you tomorrow night. Yeah. Uh, much love, uh, much you know, slug Uncle, Uncle
3: Frank. Okay. All right. All
2: right. We'll
3: uh, talk to you
4: soon. You know, night, the thing guys. about a Crime Fighter yeah. show is that. it's on YouTube, and it's on syndicated television. And the nice thing about that is it's going to attract fans that we normally wouldn't attract because there's people that will tune into that. I don't know when it airs, um, but there will be people that will tune into that and see So, hey – you know, and I don't know if his show reaches RCW's uh, crowds or not, but it's a great platform for us to use that we can use for some promotional material, and it gives him some footage for his show and gives us some added exposure. So it'll be a great thing to have Grime Fighter uh, back at uh, the RCW event, select uh, recording, select oh. matches start, and then all of our all of your guys' cards uh, when he can make it. And it's going to be a great thing because, you know, and and like I said, you've got that new photographer that's in, that's doing some great work. want to give him wow, some props. Yes. Unbelievable. I, want to give some props. Unbelievable. I want to give some props to your graphics guy, Frank. He put together yeah. a brand new Evolution Radio Network logo for us. So big shout-out yeah. to Drew, Tra- Drew Trader uh, Drew for Trader. getting that logo this, done for us.
8: Yeah, his design company is called One Mind, Two Design. He does a heck of a job on our posters and everything else. And, uh, yeah, he's been a great addition to the to the organization, and that's what I'm saying. It's it's an organization. It's a real family. I've got a good core of about 10 or 11 people counting my sons that's going to be taking things over in new heights and uh, new towns and uh, a lot of new and exciting venues coming up too.
4: Absolutely. And, you know, yeah. you've got somebody like me that's a young thing, and I've been around the block a time or two. You know that I'm coming in to help lend a hand at RCW as well. So
2: RCW and,
10: is going
4: to be and the
10: and uh, not just
2: grizzled,
1: me. Yeah, gonna say the old grizzled guy here is going to be uh, working as well, <laughs> even if it's uh, from long distance. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna help make sure that uh, you keep everything uh, running real nice and smooth, there, Frank.
10: And there the nice you go. thing what? is,
4: you know, the nice thing is. And I told everybody this uh, last week when Randon was on. The goal for RCW in 2018 at this given moment is to get 1,000 people into the Oakley Lindsay Center. And we cannot do that. <laughs> yes, it is. You're right. We cannot right. do you that can without that. your support. We you you need can repeat that.
8: Uh, that facility is unbelievable. And since we've been in that facility, we've had phone calls and emails and your te- texts from other other places, other wrestlers, too, in and around four or five-state areas that want to come and work. So the venue is very important, whatever venue you run, but also not just the venue and how you have it set up, but the crowd. And that is the key. If you have a crowd, they know you are doing something right. You can have the greatest building and facility around. But if you've only got 100 people or less, It doesn't look good for the promotion In the organization Once again, these wrestlers around here They're unbelievable The majority of them are unbelievable The problem is in the promoting of the events And I I believe Facebook Facebook, Your program Crime Fighters, YouTube and that Is what can build it But the promoters have to roll their sleeves up And forget about wearing championship belts And get out and be a promoter That's my thought Simple as that, don't want to say any more about it (laughs)
4: No, and you're absolutely hey, right, there Frank. You go. You're absolutely you're absolutely right because we came on and talked about uh, Rex Gill working in a 16 year old in the ring and not even g- having the decency as a promoter or a performer to go to the hospital after that he injured that kid and make sure the kid was okay.
8: No, That's I want to tell you
4: what. I, let me right tell you what happened with
8: that. Boy that 16 year old boy has a lot of talent. He should not have been in the ring. He he was being trained down here by one of my trainers, Frank Hayes, wrestles as Frankie D. He heard about him getting injured. He drove with my son, Randon, up from Granite City in Litchfield, up to the hospital in Springfield to see how this young boy was. Now, once again, that's where we're at as far as helping kids out, family, the whole respect, honor, trust me. They drove up there, ran in my son and Frankie D to see how he was. Rex Gill, the promoter, and these other fellows that went up with him that were a lot older, they took off and left the young man at the hospital by himself. No excuse.
1: That's ridiculous.
8: Well,
4: and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this, and I want you to answer this honestly. Beast was there, and Beast didn't even go check on the kid. And Beast is probably helping book behind the scenes again for Rex because he used to do it before.
8: Definitely, I'm sure he is. And Beast and I go back way, way back. But he can, he, he, I don't, he doesn't work with me. Hasn't worked with me in a long time for some altercations. But if you are the booker, the matchmaker, the promoter, or if you are anything in charge, you are kind of responsible to make sure that that person is okay. When I have guys work for me and they drive out of town, I'll say, hey, call me or text me. You get home okay? You know, because you feel a sense of responsibility. And this 16-year-old kid has got talent, there is no doubt. But he shouldn't have been in that ring. He shouldn't have been up there working. He got sold a bill of goods once again, and everybody wants to wrestle. But, man, take a weekend off. You don't have to wrestle every weekend. Enjoy a weekend well, with your family, that, your girlfriend, your wife. Well, not only that,
4: from told us, Frank, just to, I didn't mean to cut you off here, but from no, that's what Frank okay. that's was okay. telling us, Rex Gill told this kid that he had worked for WWE. And that was the biggest crack <laughs> of shit I ever heard in my life. I was like. I, I can't understand why anybody I'm works for, for W.W.E. I'm going to be the next I've president only... of the United States.
8: He might have worked in a souvenir stand one day as a souvenir salesman, but come
2: on. <laughs> is,
8: Rex Gill is originally from Litchfield. He came to one of my shows back, what, 15 years ago, 18 years ago, got of a battle royal. That was it. I said, adios, goodbye. He had nothing at that time, and evidently he hasn't done anything to improve or anything whatsoever. And
13: no, that's why. The wrestling business yeah. owes him something. Like, I've for, he does. For his he, events for years, because I believe him to be a cancer. Um, oh, I, I agree
4: 100%. Yeah.
13: 100% with you.
8: That's I'll, why there uh, should be some sort of I'm, rules and regulations.
13: But that yes, will never happen because there, I'm going to
4: tell you right now. If there were rules and regulation, over and
13: over and over again, it's not coming back.
1: Yeah, well,
8: they, they don't even, even want to did. Do it. There's
13: no reason to believe that Gill wouldn't have uh, paid all the fees associated. I mean, he probably would have paid all the fees associated to get a promoter, promoter's license and all the. Oops, you'd have to jump. But, but he had all the fees, but, but,
4: crime fighter. But I don't think they would have given it to him if you had somebody that actually no. running the city that knew what this guy was up to. there would be no, no way in the world that anybody that had any anybody that knew anything about wrestling in their right mind that was governing wrestling would give this guy a license. No way no. in the
8: world. because you, they go into a background check if you owe back child support. You can't you can't get a promoter's license. You can't get a wrestler's license. Yep. You have to have surety bond. That means you You pay can't, your taxes. can't even get a
1: referee's license back then. If you were that's behind, that's correct.
8: You're correct. You're correct. And that's what everybody says. Oh, it's not coming back. Well, sooner or later, Andy Bernard, who's from Bunker Hill, is a state representative. He gets up there. He'll shake the tree a little bit. And you know, I know him personally. And I've been talking to him. And it's not so much to get out. And cause trouble It's there has to be rules and regulations In everything that you do You know and if you don't have rules It's the wild wild west And that's when people get hurt Just like this young boy did Xander Allen that's his wrestling name And Rex Gill being so called promoter That's what makes wrestling And makes people turn their nose up At wrestling You go into high school And they'll they'll almost throw you out You know but that's why why the good promotion And I'm sorry go ahead Go ahead
4: we talked about it last week. I had two, I had Rudy Boy Gonzalez on here right after the kid got injured and talked about it. And he said, number one, a 16 year old would be in the ring training with me and wouldn't see the ring as a wrestler until he was 18. I would That's want to train right. him for two years and, and break because mm-hmm. if you don't break that wild spirit when they're young, they're going to turn into a young problem, and you know That's that. Right. You know that they'll get young and cocky, think the world owes them everything, and then you've got a problem on your hands. That's correct. And uh, you have Boyd to be got eighteen. To reserved. no way, no way in the world that the kids should have got a stinger off a of rock bottom. No way. No.
8: Nope. Mm. Nope. 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 Not at all. Not at all. But once again, that crowd only has what ten or twelve people at it. I mean, it's it's a that's a promoter yeah. paying for the hall or doing whatever, so he can have a belt. And yep. I don't know. I don't even want to talk well, about that. Like even
1: even with a ring that's put together with, with vice
4: clamps. Yep.
1: <laughs> and,
2: and bubble wrap padding.
4: What else? I mean, let's, let's talk about this for a minute. We all know that, you know, we all know a thing or two. We've all been around wrestling here in Illinois. You know, the thing about it is this. A, I don't know why people still work for him. I get ring time. I do, but there needs to be a time where you draw the line with ring time and, and working for a promotion that, you know, can't even pay their bills because we're going to talk numbers here. Rex Gill is not making money. He's losing money. Every time he does an event, well, no, let us let me rephrase that. He's not losing money because he's got Darnell Reed. Who wrestles this apocalypse? I don't agree with his name. I wish he would change it. i talked to him about changing it because um, there was another guy that wrestled this apocalypse up here in Peoria that I'm good friends with, and I like the it's guy. a Central like, Illinois like, Pro
13: Wrestling Hall of Famer, too. Yes. He got uh, uh, a wrestling going in the Peoria area years ago. Yes.
4: Yes. Yep. So, um, but Darnell has been funding Rex Gill, and I pulled Darnell aside. And I pulled Donovan Taylor aside and said, you guys got to cut ties with this guy before it's too late. I said, you guys still have a little bit of a career left now. I said, you're not going to have much left if you continue to be tied with him after he injured that 16-year-old. Correct. Correct. I mean, that's that's Correct. just the way it is. They won't I, – I like Darnell. He's a good kid. He trained some at OVW, um, you know, but I don't – I don't think he's working in the right place. I told him, I said, you need to go work for Frank. I said, and that's where you need to put your focus in working. Leave Rex Gill on the wayside and be done and close that chapter of your life and never yeah. – because I, I promise you, if Rex Gill has the opportunity to, he will bleed this kid dry till there's nothing left. And when the kid goes to him and goes, I've got nothing left, Rex will, you know, stab the kid in the back. I just see it coming from a mile away. That's the type of human being that Rex Gill is. Well the
13: other thing is Rex Gill's not very bright either. That
6: I mean, That's what in uh, mile I, late.
2: <laughs> I
6: mean,
13: I don't know, you know where he even where else he even wrest if he wrestles anywhere else.
5: Um
1: yeah, I don't think I... I think, I think. well, I don't know if Frankie still uses him on uh, Rumble. He did a couple no. <laughs> of years ago. But well,
13: that's once a year. I mean,
4: uh, yeah, I can't but I mean,
13: really.
4: he, he was getting booked up there at Riot Fest for a while. I don't know if he was helping book, in, book it, or pay for it, or what, but he worked Sabu up there, and it was one of the most horrible matches that I had ever seen. And that was no insult to Sabu. That was a
13: well, Just
4: blew every spot Sabu that.
13: Looked in that match, too, it, Yeah, he all did. Res- to be t- truthful.
4: Horrible match to sit through. I'm sitting there, and I'm like, it's Sabu. At least this will be somewhat good. Nope, nope, it was the Drizzling Shits. <laughs> uh, it more entertaining was it cool? by
13: world-famous Flea Markets.
4: I want yeah. to talk real
13: quick, Frank, because we are
4: still on the air. You have a major guest coming to uh, RCW, I believe, in the month of July. He is a WWE Hall of Famer and legend, and he has a son that is the current WWE superstar.
8: Yeah, we're going to be taking Cowboy Bob Orton up to the Oakley Lindsay Center. Uh going to do a meet and greet with him and, of course, a training seminar. We'll talk more about that as we get closer to it. But uh, we're taking Bob Orton up there because uh, Bob's been uh, – with rcw oh gosh for quite a while off and on and of course his name is pretty relevant with his son randy uh the young generation of people enjoying wrestling knows that name and of course the older veterans uh which we have a, a good group of them in up there in the hannibal and quincy area will know the art name as well so that's why we decided to take bob up there the first time not saying we're not going to take the ladies up there we'll be talking about that as we get closer too but uh yeah, we're going to start mixing things up a bit, and that was my first mix of bringing in a old veteran. But my sons have got some other ideas, and uh, they're younger, of course, kind of in your age bracket, and that maybe a little older and younger. But uh going to be a lot of shaking up here in RCW as we come into the next uh, <clears throat> 30 years of it. <laughs> <I guess.
2: laughs> there you, you know,
8: go. Yeah, you no, know, I got into it late in life, and I've done – halfway decent at it i've enjoyed it i haven't gone financially broke or bankrupt haven't made a lot of money but uh haven't haven't closed up shop though either so uh if i've done that in 30 years getting in late i think my boys can handle it maybe another 30 years and keep rcw going maybe another 30 years that would be kind of cool that would be really yeah. cool really yeah
4: yeah well and you've got people like me that want to see it survive and and uh, live another day, and people like Steve. You know, Steve, Steve. keeps me in line to make sure that all my booking decisions are logical. Because sometimes they get a little illogical. I'm not talking just yeah. go inferno illogical, but you know.
8: Well, in, in this in this business of wrestling, sometimes we all get off track a little bit. We all need to take time off, some time to get adjusted. And that's the sad thing about it, is being a, a promoter. You can't really take too much time off because if you do, your promotion goes down. So, wrestlers can take time off, promoters can't. That's why I've kind of surrounded myself with a good core group of people that have the same attitudes about wrestling and people and life that I do. That I've, I've surrounded myself with. Of course, my of course sons my have grown up, grown up with me, me. so they know what, what my values and what my philosophy is. So, with them, my four sons, and this core group, I feel really strongly that things can keep materializing and improving and improving because I like getting out, meeting new people, new town, and cultivating it. And the shows sometimes get a little stressful for this older guy, but I enjoy getting out, meeting new people, and cultivating a new crowd. And I'll tell you what, Special Olympics has got me hooked up with at least four other towns to do Special Olympic benefits for. That's pretty cool. Oh, that's awesome. Really that's
4: excellent. Is. That is excellent that'll be something that I'll definitely be looking forward to being a part of, you know, uh, crime fighter and Frank, I know you guys have had past issues and, uh, we're going to lay that aside. We're going to try to start things anew. And like I said, crime fighter, I'll get you the results from this weekend. As soon as I get them and start getting you the results. Uh, as I'm down there, I'll make sure that I get a copy of the sheet.
13: Results are not just for me. It's for anybody that reaps, reads my website because a lot of people probably don't know who wrestles for RCW these days.
2: Well, that that is correct.
13: Very very good
8: point. The the thing that I want to interact real quick since we've started, our Facebook page now is almost almost up to 1,800. So our Facebook, the people that are following our Facebook, definitely uh, know who's on our roster and that. And every day we're getting more and more people that are coming on the Facebook, and that's because of doing these, uh, benefits and going to new towns, new areas, and then again and new advertisers and sponsors because those are a key as well because the sponsor advertisers put us on their Facebook page, and we likewise we do commercials and we do the live sit down at Rena Center and all these silly little things. but once again it 's something that the, uh, the uh, advertisers like, and then when people are in there eating or doing whatever they 're doing they see what 's going on hey what 's going on? We tell them to go to our Facebook page. So the Facebook page is very, very important. Sponsors and advertisers, you got to court them like you're taking out that girl from the first date, and you got to keep them
4: happy. Absolutely. And that's the problem that a lot of promotions have is they don't understand sponsorship. Um, I wish everybody understood it. You know, going out there and running a wrestling promotion and drawing a, a good crowd is one thing, but you also have to have money coming in on other revenue streams be it the DVDs, be it T-shirt sales, be it, you know, um, whatever you have to do to make that money. You know, one yes. of the biggest things that I used to do back in the day that worked uh, really well for us is at venues that served or even didn't serve alcohol, I would do an after-party for the adults. And I could get go. a bar to pay me 200 to $300 to host the after-party. You bring in a couple of the wrestlers – and have them drink with the fans and sit for an additional hour before they head out and go home, and you make $200, and you keep that sponsor happy and that bar happy, they're going to have you back the next show. So that's another $200 every time you run an event in that town. There you go.
8: That's a good and idea. People,
4: people don't understand that, that you can make money. You can literally get I, I was talking to a guy today that said, I have a problem getting sponsors done. And I said, "How?" I said, "In this day and age, if you can't get a deal done, you're not negotiating the right way." Because I you might not get the deal done at your at your desired price point, but I guarantee you if you budge a little and you give something to them that is going to be worth their money. I'm not talking about, "Oh, we're just going to announce uh, Johnny's Tavern" and and you know, you got we're, we're just going to put your logo on our flyers and it's going to be it." No. You have to charge them enough to go get a forty dollar banner printed with their logo on it that you can hang up at your event and and say that they're one of your sponsors, and then exactly they can right. set that up at their merchandise table and you know have a table on display of whatever their goods or services are, and that'll mm-hmm. attract people to that business because the other thing is wrestling companies want to attract people from businesses but don't want to attract bi- people to the businesses don't want to attract their fans to that business and you can't have it that way you yep. can't have your yep. cake and eat it to you you've got to be sub- if, the promo- if the sponsor puts you over you have to be putting the sponsor over in more ways than they put you over okay let's say all they can do is uh, take one of your banners and put it in their storefront window well that's better than nothing Okay, right. But that doesn't mean that you shut them out of all the advertising that you're going to do of the show. If they're paying you five hundred dollars, you don't keep their logo out of the TV yet. That's just not the way you do business. And that's the way some promoters like to play. They like to play that dirty, dirty, shady BS. And that's not the way I play. I like to take care of my sponsors because without them, a lot of this wouldn't be possible. Because I'm going to tell exactly, everybody the truth. Exactly. Sponsors are there exactly. at the end of the day to lessen the bro on the promoter's pocketbook. That's what you they're got there it. for.
8: You got it. because we, we've, got we've got something uh, new. We've got banners that go on the side of our ring. Our ring is uh, three foot high. Eight, it's an 18 by 18 ring. So we got banners on the side of the ring, three by 18. I divide right. them up into two. So here you're getting a three by nine, nine banner. You're getting two sponsors on one side, and those are very, very good-looking uh, banners. So as the people coming in, they see them. They see two, four, six, eight sponsors on the side of the ring. That's pretty darn impressive. And then you got banners mm-hmm. hanging from the rafters or tables or wherever else too. And the more banners the well, one have, of the of course, most creative
4: things I ever saw, Frank, was IWA Productions. They could not afford a steel barricade, so what they did is they built a PVC pipe barricade. And had a banner on every section of that barricade that was paid there you go. It was one of the most genius things I had ever seen in yep. my life. yep, I yep. said, because if you can get every one of those sections to be paid for, you're making money that's right, even if it that's been a hundred dollars a pop to have that banner up per show, a hundred dollars times twelve per show that's a lot of money
2: yes,
8: it is, yes it is you know that. That's the other thing, too. Uh, uh, The concession stand is a big thing. If you get the concession stand, you're going to make money. Uh, And that's what a lot of these promoters don't understand. You go in and you you can negotiate with with Knights, Columbus, VFW, whatever. I mean, because their concession stands usually are pretty cheesy anyway. Let's face it. Um, Right. Last last show up in – I forget where my last show was at, but my little concession girl, my little girl doing the souvenirs, she comes to me and goes, Frank, why do we just have – one color Rampage Church. We got the black trimmed in red and, and white. And I go, well, that's our color. She goes, why don't you get a mixed up colors? I go, mixed up? She goes, yeah. So, went to the printers, and he mixed me up, I don't know, four or five dozen mixed color shirts red, yellow, pink, black, blue. You know what? We almost sold out of all of them up at Quincy, almost all of them. And she, I Can't said, I never it? thought of it because she says, if one guy buys a, a black shirt, is he going to want to buy another one? Well, shoot! If you got a a red one, you might buy a red one. And she was exactly right, exactly right. And And I'll tell you what to do for your next
4: T-shirt. It might cost you a little bit more to have them done, or you might have to have the uh, you might have to hand do this yourselves. But do tie dye shirts; they'll sell. Tie dye? Yep, yep, yep. You're right. You know. But here's
8: here's a 17 year old little girl who's part of our family. She came up with the idea, shot it to me, boom, boom, boom. Well, shoot, I gave a lot, her, her, her a lot of extra money for that night. I mean, she she hit it right on the and that's what it's all about, the concession stand. Our little girl in the concession stand prides herself in Litchfield and you'll see that she changes the menu all the time. So when they come in for the 4 o'clock door open, then we have a 4.30 pre-show, so it's only an hour show of warm-up dark matches technically. Why do I do it? Well, concession stand. You're making extra money in the concession. But she prides herself in changing the concession stand around every, all the time, not just nachos and hot dogs. I mean, we'll have pulled pork. We'll have fries with uh, uh, cheese all over them. She'll, she'll up with apple pie. I'm going to have to talk
4: to her because one of the things that I did that was really successful, and Steve Cain will tell you when I ran Ashton, is I went out and bought bags of uh, bags of tortilla chips. I got... I got a big roll of hamburger and walking nachos. Walking nachos. That's and it. That's it. Yep. And I tell yep. you what, you sold those things for like five bucks and we couldn't sell enough of it. The other yep. thing is if you're in a town that has got a mom and pop pizza joint, you work with them. What yep. I used to do yep. is I got my large pizzas for $9 a pizza. I turn around and sell them $2 or two fifty dollars a slice. You make That's your right. money back. You keep the sponsor happy. You keep the fans happy. Yep.
5: Well, I mean, we got a good the other thing, thing that I want to mention
4: one. real quick, and uh, just because this is the promoters roundtable, I'm going to give out one of my secrets. People do not realize that if you are running a venue that has alcohol, or even a venue that doesn't have alcohol, as long as the venue doesn't have a problem with it, you can go to Miller and Budweiser, your local distributors, and get free banners made to promote your show with the Miller right. and Budweiser logo on them. I know what
6: you're looking at right
4: now, one Budweiser and one Miller.
2: <laughs> you get, right. But it's
4: free advertising. You put It's spring and summer, Frank. You put that outside on a busy oh, yeah. street, and you got yep. 20,000 cars that are driving on that street every day, or even, we'll say even there's going to be a thousand eyes that are going to see that, a thousand sets of eyes that are going to see that, and that's going to, you know, they drive past that thing two or three times a week. They're going to get the message,
2: yep. and it's free.
4: Well, voters don't realize that. It boggles my mind. Well, I didn't even yep. think of that. Hello. Yep. Yep.
8: All sorts of ways to do it. All sorts of ways. You just got to think yep. outside the box a little bit, or what? What would take if you were wanted to. Uh, come to a town, a new town, and this is something, okay, Promoters Roundtable. This is something I've always wanted to do, Sean. Never never put it out there. All these guys that are promoters, even the name promoters that are uh, been around a long time, I would have liked in a day if I'd have been younger, to challenge any of them to go out of town with a $100 bill in your pocket to a town that you didn't know anybody, you didn't have a name wrestler, you didn't have a name for yourself like say you're Harley race, he, he would have done this. You're just going out as Frank Rue, Sean Hubbard, and you're going to a strange town with a hundred bucks in your pocket, and you're going to book the town and promote a show with independent, no-name wrestlers. I would have loved, back in my prime, to challenge any promoter to do that.
4: Well, and that's just it. I challenge promoters to do that now. Because, look, I live in LaSalle, Peru, and I'm, I, I, I called the closure of Dreamwave Wrestling, which was the biggest thing to hit Illinois in the past four or five years. But I called it because here's why. I said, if you're bringing in a name every month, it's going to kill the fucking town. Sooner or later, it's going to kill that town so bad that, uh, you know, I I don't want to blame anybody for my promotional mistakes, but I do want to say what I feel. I feel that because of the level that was put out here, it made it harder for when Steve and I were doing Russell Wars for us to draw a crowd because people got used to the idea that a show needed to have Shawn Michaels or Ric Flair or Bret Hart, or at least the hurricane or Kevin Thorne, somebody there. They got the fans yeah. used to that. And I think, I think uh, I'm going to be having to talk with you about this, but I've, there's money here to be made. There's an alternative here, that, and somebody could make some serious cash up here if they were to take mine and Steve's advice, make some serious cash up here. I gave it my all. I really did. Okay? But I can, I've learned that I cannot do this by myself. It takes a team of people like you have, Frank, to really get behind you and push the thing because it can't be one man. If it's one man, you'll kill yourself. <laughs>
8: And that's about what I've done. <laughs> but it's the
4: truth. It's the it's the absolute truth. It cannot be one guy taking the load of everything, because it, it will put you in bad health. It it makes certain areas of the promotion suffer. Um, you can't wear all the hats. Okay, I had to learn this. You can't wear all the hats. If mm-hmm. if I need to go out and have flyers done, I hand it to the flyer guy and then I hand it to the guy that's in charge of my street team and they get it done. I don't micromanage that shit. I go back and make sure the job was done, but I don't micromanage that so bad that they're not I'm overstepping them uh, able to being able to get their job done.
12: Exactly, right? You know. I'm exactly right.
4: You, you can't do yep. that. You have to delegate these jobs because there's so many jobs as a wrestling promoter. People think a, re- a job as a wrestling promoter is booking talent, setting up a, a <laughs> venue, and, and and that's it. It takes a lot more than just that that goes into running a successful wrestling event. Um, I don't like calling them wrestling shows. I like calling them events because that's the way Les Thatcher is filled in it.
6: <laughs>
10: yeah. Well, yeah. you did
8: everything pretty well on target. You really have, and... Uh... I've been under the weather a little bit. Got to slow the pace down. And once again, I I enjoy at this stage of my life getting out and booking venues, and that's what I'm going to be doing. Turning things over to the core and my sons, and it's going to go on really a whole lot better, I think. And I'm looking forward to a lot of good positive things in the rest of the year, sir.
4: Yes. All right. Well, Frank Root uh, has joined us all night. I want yep. uh, yeah, well, to. Yeah. Thank you, Frank. Dan really appreciate it, that. buddy. And right, really uh, their good. show is this Saturday night, Pontoon Beach, this- Illinois. It's Steel City Strong. It's a benefit for the Polak family. If you're in the area, you better be there. Um, I appreciate
8: it very much. Everything, you guys have a good week. What's left? And Sean will be talking real soon.
4: And tell okay.
8: uh, Double K to take care of herself.
1: We'll- you got it. You got it,
8: man.
4: Fighter. uh why don't you go ahead and-, and run down PWA for us one more time?
13: Well, I was going to say, as I texted you, I didn't quite agree with your analysis of Dreamwave because Dreamwave is its own animal. It doesn't fit any mold of any sort. It breaks basically breaks all rules, basically. That's why it was so successful. And Jay Repsol left on on top. He didn't leave when he was, like, bleeding money or anything.
4: No, and I know that. I'm not saying that, but I I did say... I told you when Dreamwave opened and they started to gain a lot of momentum that it couldn't last forever. And with AW, it will not last forever. Sooner or later, the product will grow stale the same way Dreamwave did. That's eventually what happened is people, people got tired of some of the same old Dreamwave stuff. And it's not that Jay wasn't making money. It's that they did not want to become the next PCW. And what I mean by that is bringing in a name and only having a couple hundred people there, like well, you know, they were not doing, normal Dreamwave stars every show Because it, that's what AEW in the, the end—they
13: were doing big numbers, um, except during the summer months, which is why they took uh, their summers off. Right. Anyway. Right. And um, AEW is only running, running up, up there. huge numbers, um, so uh, it's not going to grow stale. Uh, I, mean, I was there at their last show. It drew well, and I'd yeah. never attended an AEW show until a few weeks ago.
4: Don't attend one of the ones in Chicago because there won't be room. That's just a forewarning. There's Chicago I'm shows gonna, or,
13: I don't want to drive. Breathe. under If I go to Chicago, mm-hmm. I'm going to the Galvin Ghost Arcade. That's the only reason I'm ever going to Chicago. I don't want to drive that far for a wrestling show. Period.
2: <laughs> I don't <was>, believe <laughs>
13: it's too much. There's enough down here. For me to go to, right, in a 100 mile radius, I don't need to travel 200 miles. I might go to Cody Rhodes show in Chicago in September because that's going to be a major deal. That's yeah, right. It's maybe you know, if we'll see if it's the first to Chicago independent again, wrestling can show to draw it. five digits. We'll see. Right. But until uh, then, <laughs> you
4: know, well, and.
13: I always start
4: with my analysis of AW and Dreamwave, and that, that, that's fine. We have a difference of opinions on that. AEW is drawing huge business. They'll continue to draw huge business for a while, but I believe that eventually it will grow stale. Um, yeah, because here's the thing. Vince, here's why oh, I w say this. is that. only running Vince every, is
13: every other him. month. Compared to PWA, we're running every two weeks. And we I did know. burn. I know I thought it. Because I think once a month it's a, in one city is enough.
1: Absolutely. But yeah.
13: They burned out the audience too much quicker that way and burned through the permutations of matchups. by running Well, And that's every what happened.
4: Weeks. That's, what, that's what happened. That's why and, you have to uh, keep it fresh faces. Um, I know. But the thing is, Vince is, Vince is getting to the point where uh, Vince or Triple H, whoever is doing the, the signings these days, you just pulled up all that talent from NXT, so now we've got to go sign all the indie darlings that we can get that are not under contract to make new stars for NXT. And we know
2: what already working
1: they're already L-A-C. working that because they because they are because they announced a the guy uh, tonight that uh, will be uh, debuting in two weeks. So, well, what they're, uh, what I'm getting they're already is there. The
2: before- Every no, wrestler I, I,
1: that's I out there.
13: That. there are Please, thousands of wrestlers out there. They can't well, employ not, them all. Yeah. I mean, no,
4: they can't employ yeah. them all. And that's not what I'm it's saying. Some releases shortly. They're
13: going to, they're going to be. Going fancy, to be can- he's going to be letting people go in the next few weeks. It always happens after Superstar Shakeup.
4: Well, they're going to be, be out. Go.
13: They're
4: they're going to be letting people go, but the Performance Center is also going to be signing new people because, like I said, NXT has got to has got most of the next generation ready already, but when that generation is gone, they've got to have the next generation ready and, and newer, fresh faces. So they're going to well, be... Well, the to goal Harley. is
13: for most wrestlers in this country is to get to WWE or TNA or Ring of Honor. For, I mean, why not? Why, why shouldn't you be making the trek to WWE eventually? Right. right. There's going to be new wrestlers every year there's going to be people retiring every year. Yeah. It's not not going to be a shortage of talent, period. It, I'm uh, not I don't think uh the independents gonna are going to be too short, much about what yeah, it's going to be a shortage doing, unless they're trying to com- directly compete with them, which TNA, I think has already lost the war ring of honor is not competing with WWE. It's just trying to be the, the number 2.
4: Well, in the and country. the thing is the thing is, I'm not saying that we're going to have a depletion of, uh, you know, all the talent, but they're going to handpick some of the better talent off the independents. They always do. That's how Punk got signed. That's how Ricochet got signed. That's how some of the uh, Daniel Bryan got signed. You know, that they keep an eye on who the hottest sensations are in wrestling. And well, there's going to be some of the guys for
13: that sign. Didn't they also want to work for WWE? I'm pretty sure they did. I'm pretty sure that that was their eventual goal, is to make it to WWE. Well,
4: no, not everybody signed. has that goal, but it should be their goal.
13: It should be uh, their goal. A lot of them, yes, because they want to make a salary as being professional wrestlers. Not And the independents can't do that. I know Major Blessed did that with NWL, and NWL is no more. Right. All right, well, this
4: has been a very good show tonight. i like to thank all the promoters and everybody that's come out. Um, I want to say again that if you don't get out to a wrestling show in your area this weekend, you are not a wrestling fan because there's plenty of them going on. All you got to do is get online or get on the Facebook and look. Or even get on yep. the Twitter, either. I mean, there's yep. tons of shit on Twitter. Um, right.
13: Hey, Twitter. I don't use Twitter
4: Twitter much either, but Twitter is a human toxic waste dump. Or
13: final plug. I didn't get this in because I I went on a tangent about Dreamwave. Pinfall Wrestling Association at the Eighth Street Gym this Saturday, April 21st, in Springfield, Illinois, 1401 North Eighth Street. You can follow us on Facebook. Uh, PWA Springfield and we are nearing 2,000 likes and we'd like to get over 2,000 before the end of the month we are sitting at 1,970 go.
4: hey there you go you guys will make it hopefully before the end of the month got two weeks and left and my
13: website if you want to follow all these news updates have been coming down the pike in the last few days The St. Louis Wrestling Community at STLWrestling.livejournal.com. I will be post. I've already posted links on the latest information about the Malone Elgin situation and some of the other news items that have come down on the uh, the local independent wrestling scene that is downstate Illinois and Missouri. Absolutely.
4: Absolutely. All right. Well, we want to give a quick reminder that on May the 2nd, that's Wednesday night, May the 2nd, two weeks from tonight, we will be joined by Ring of Honor star and head trainer at Ring of Honor, Brutal Bob Evans. You don't want to miss out on that. Uh, RCW will be back in the promoter's spotlight, and uh, we will be talking about the show that is going on that weekend, and it's going to be another great night. Here on Wrestling Authority Radio, so you don't want to miss that. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell everyone you know. Brutal Bob is coming, and uh, he's he's going to have uh, quite the message for all of us. So this will be definitely uh, uh, schooling of sorts. Um, all right. Thank you have very much. Night, crime... You too, Crime Fighter. With that being said, I am Statistics Show, and David hey, signing off for my st- You know what? I'm go gonna ahead.
1: throw one I'm gonna throw one last thing here because uh, I just I just spotted this from uh, I just I just popped up her uh, Twitter and from two days ago, Sue Young sent this to her. Stop slandering and dramatizing myself, my husband and my family. Support what you love versus
13: associating
1: your current issue. We heard Boo.
13: Yep, that's exactly right. Uh, she went, at, Moses Malone went after Rich Swan because he was a surprise competitor in um, Best of the Best 17. David Stark right. stuck up for uh, Rich Swan, and Malone uh, got uh, upset over that and made comments that uh, Rich Swann sent her a private message saying, stop bothering him, and... His wife and I'm glad that Sue Young stood up, stood up and stood or stepped in and told Malone, "Mind your own business. We have our situation under control. You are not helping matters." And Malone needs to. Malone just can't help herself, it seems. And with all that information that's been put out today on Lama of Truth. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't Malone thinks she's gonna beat Elgin and Clark. I don't think so.
2: No I really
13: don't think so. I think she's gonna get the I mean she doesn't even have she has not found a lawyer yet. Yeah. She has not secured yeah. a lawyer. Nope.
1: Nobody seems to want to take this case.
13: <laughs> yeah. What mess. A, what a mess. Yeah. All right, have a good night yeah. everybody.
1: Yep exactly so uh and don't forget to, um, tomorrow night uh at uh 10 9 Central throwback Thursday Sean will find something to put up we'll be back here live uh Tuesday night at uh 10 9 Central for Rampage Rants Tuesday night turmoil and uh you've already heard uh Crusher and uh Paul will be back uh a week from tonight so um hey say good night Sean Good night, everybody. All right, you know what time it is? Like Katie says, you go where you want, but you can't stay
6: here. Get out.